All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode eight, and I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me from the East Coast, or shall I say from lockdown, is Mr. Trees. How are you, sir? I uh, I got two beers tonight. <laughs> I'm drinking both of them. You know, it's funny, for, for the last, last few shows, I'm like, oh, I have a Red Bull. I have some sugar. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> I found my last uh, vanilla porters, my snowdrift vanilla porters. I found the last two in the back of the fridge. Yeah, and, uh, and I have them right here. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink them. Good. I, uh, I, I've been drinking regularly, actually, but I've been <laughs> keeping it. I've been keeping it to a limited amount. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Good. So. That's good. Uh, well, here's my thought process, and and you and I talked about this before the show, so I'll just come out and say it. So we've tried two tactics, neither one of – well, actually, I think Trees was just along for the ride as I, I mentioned them. But uh, I'm always trying to not let too much of certain things, especially things you'll hear on other podcasts a lot, bleed in. But um, – I was way off base in at least my assessment of COVID-19 early on. Uh, I think it was just I didn't expect it to spread so fast. But uh, we handled this like a shit show, especially in Kansas, and it did spread that fast. So there's that. Mm -hmm. And then last week we were like, well, we won't talk about it. Well, that was because things were developing. Now, pretty much in most major areas of the country... You are on some form of quarantine and possibly even lockdown. Trees and I are both in areas um, that are on the full-blown lockdown. You only leave the house for essential. Shutter in place. Yes, SIP. (laughs) Do you know how long yours is till? No. Okay, ours is till May 31st. Wait, no. I think they're going to reassess on April 31st. They expect it to go to May 31st. Let me scratch that. My wife probably knows. I should say I didn't pay attention (laughs) enough to know. Because gotcha. <clears throat> I can't, I can't listen to the news anymore. Okay. Because once I hear corona, coronavirus more than three times, my brain shuts off and I just wander away because I'm like, I've heard it too much. Fun so. fact, actually, from the science side, because mm-hmm. actually Fred Plapp is the clinical director of uh, my lab, and uh, he wrote a uh, Dr. Fred Plapp, I should point out. Um, and yes, because my name is Fred Rojas, people accidentally email me all the time thinking I'm him um, in the directory. But uh, but he wrote an article in, I think it's Pathology Today, but you can look it up on this case and actually it's been classified it is a SARS adjacent it is a version of SARS mm-hmm. um and so it'll be funny because it's kind of like CO SARS 2 or something it's like the sequel to SARS uh so uh but mm. yeah and it, it all comes from like I think they all derive from bats that's where this disease came from so um but uh but yeah so uh, the reason I know is not because I listen to the news. I actually can't listen to the news either. Even the shock jock, the local shock jock, he does a fun job. He He's staying on the air and everything, and he does a fun job of making the news fun. But since he doesn't have – he can only riff so much off of what's going on, and there's nothing mm-hmm. funny really going on at all, you know, other than a, a couple of random stupid stories of people acting a fool, and even those aren't as funny anymore because it's kind of getting sad. Um so, yeah, I can't even listen to that. Somehow, my name is in some, like, local directory. Maybe it's because I pay the utilities or something. I got emailed this stuff. <laughs> mm. 
Oh, you know what it is? It's the library. I'm a, I'm a library member and the library is actually keeping me involved. But uh, anyway, so here's what I think is, is fair. And Trees, I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but I, I want your opinion on this. So I'm going to okay. just spring it on you. Sure. So we're going to talk about our lives. That will right. most definitely involve the fact that we're all locked in. But mm-hmm. um, we're also, and, and maybe we need to vent a little bit. I, I don't know if we got it out of our system before the show or not. We'll, we'll find out, I'm guessing. But, uh, <laughs> but it's going to be like everybody else. It's just a part of our lives <laughs> now. No. And uh, we're going to do it. Um, one thing I did say, though, uh, that I think we should keep in mind is uh, trees. You and I have both been um, deemed by mm-hmm. uh, our appropriate, I, I would say a hybrid between our appropriate governments and uh, workplaces as mm-hmm. essential employees. Oh yeah. Essential baby. So I'm while essential. so yeah, so am I, I got my letter and trees has his letter. Yeah, mine's in my car, baby. <laughs> yeah. Mine's in mine. Um, I, I got, can pull, I can pull a goodwill hunt and a cop comes into my window like, how you like these apples? I can shove that thing in his face. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because my uh, my boss frowned a little bit when I said, yeah, I printed up my letter and put it in my car. He goes, Fred, you work for information systems. Just put the PDF on your phone. I was like, damn it. I should have thought of that. No, no. It's cooler to tape that shit to your back window like a new car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm doing. It's like, I just, and that cop looks at me, I'm just thumbing to the back window. Take a right. gander. <laughs> Take a gander. I'm essential. Look at that big E. So that big letter E on that paper. Well, and so I thought that was that was worthwhile to say, Trees, because um in most podcasts I'm listening to, mm-hmm. and if you go on the internet, which I think has a large degree of um falseness to it, you are seeing nothing but people who were told to go home weeks ago. And get to just like be around the house and just become new people in dwellings. And I, I hate to say it, but the there's probably a large portion of the population. I, I'm going to go back to my old rule of like, you know, 10% are perfect, 10% are evil, and 80% are just kind of somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. But the 10% of people who are shitheads, who don't, who quote unquote work from home and are getting a paycheck but just sit around all day and watch Netflix and don't do any work are prevalent on the internet. And, um, and a lot of podcasts you listen to make it sound like you have, you know, while you're at work, you do a bunch of lounging stuff. Now, some people may have more lenient rules than others, but, um, you know, even my own hospital, uh, outside of these circumstances, and there are plenty of companies that, even in these circumstances, do not allow you to watch kids, let alone Netflix, while you are working from home. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, yeah. so Trees and I are both essential employees, and in my household, we're even more unique because both parents are essential employees. We both work for the hospital, so we both have to continue to work as normal. Um Scare quotes normal. The one thing that's awesome, Trees, is my commute. I commute at the time and nobody wants to. I'm a nine to fiver, literally. Man, no one's on the fucking road. (laughs) I'm I'm uh I work uh eight to four thirty now, like Mm -hmm. a normal person. You know, I used to work night shift for like twenty something years. Right. And when I went to eight, it bummed me out how long it took (laughs) me to get to work. You know what I mean? My my shit went from like running late and getting there in twenty minutes to like (laughs) now I leave with like 
you know, an hour and I'm getting there with five minutes right. to spare. So, but yeah, I went in, uh, when I, last time I went to work, yeah, I flew there, man. It was great. Yeah, so I um, I usually work at a remote location that is by my house. So again, even outside of all this, I'm usually pretty good. But we each, one week, every six weeks, one of us is on call. I am on call right now, which I forgot to warn you of that, tree. so I got a page okay. right next to me. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think if I get paged, we'll obviously cut out when I respond to the call, but uh, I think I'll it's, leave the page in there. <laughs> we we'll have to record a little bit every night <laughs> yeah, until we exactly. get a full show. Be sweet. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, when I'm on call, I have to report to the main hospital. Uh, and so that's where I've been today and I will be for the next week. Uh, I come off call right before our next show though, so it won't affect it. But, um, but yeah, during that time I have to drive to the hospital. Well, usually like, like you, it takes me an hour to get there. So today I left the house at eight o'clock to be in by nine and I'm at the hospital at like eight 26. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I went in and I was like, my boss turned around. He goes, you're here a little early. I said, yeah, commute's a thing. I didn't have to search for parking either. And if you ever come to Kansas City, our hospital is the hardest hospital to get parking in because we're in the heart of the city. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, so yeah, so that's that's what's going on. You know, so if you are an essential employee, whether you feel you should be or not, whether you are some of the, I got to say, trees, God bless everyone who works at a grocery store right now. I know. Um, and if you are some of those people who are essential employees and you don't think it, another group I was thinking of was Microcenter. My Microcenter sent me an email that says we are open because uh, we are deemed essential because so many businesses are depending on them for um, at-home office stuff so they can tell their their employees, hey, if you're router goes out, you know, and we need you to do it for work. They'll like, you know, maybe they can reimburse them or even if they can't and they're like, you have to get back to work. They can at least send them to micro center to do it. And so, you know, those guys probably didn't sign up for that, but they're here. They are, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and everybody else who didn't sign up for it. And then of course, I don't want to dwell on it, but you know, sorry to anybody. Uh, it, it has touched my family personally, but sorry to not my immediate family, but my extended family. Sorry to anybody out there who is finding themselves without a job and even worse so without a paycheck at this time. Um, hopefully, some relief is coming your way soon um, oh, yeah. or a new job. You know, hopefully, people are still hiring. I would assume so. I know we sure are. Um, mm-hmm. It's just weird situations. But yes, we had a new girl start in my team. Our team has been a very staunch team for a long time but then we got two new hire we got approved for two new roles so we added two new people to our our um our team <laughs> and they started the first uh, the first girl started on uh the first day of the lockdown <laughs> and the next one starting next week so you know it's it's working out that way you know we have new team members we're training people up uh, at this time live and in in the moment so I mean, again, they are, these jobs were not intro jobs. So these are mid-career people who are coming on to just uh, basically get into the rigmarole um, mm-hmm. on on uh, implementations and, and inf- interfaces and all that. But so rest assured out there, if you are getting up and going to work every day, whether you feel like it's necessary or not, and especially if you are a victim of this outside of the illness and definitely, obviously, the best to anyone who is, is ill at this time. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, just know that uh, <laughs> some of us had to keep on keeping on like nothing was happening. <laughs> Listen, man, uh, 
if you know a better way to get your Costco uh, catalog in the mail, <laughs> I'd like to hear it. Be great. <laughs> Just be thankful right? I'm there. Right? I sort that shit for you. You know, well, you need that car wash coupon. I'm there for you. Essential employee, baby. Need well, you that make Chinese life. food menu, Chinese restaurant menu. I That's got right. you. Actually, got they're you. still open. My Chinese restaurants are open, and thank God they don't they give are. a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but, hey, essential. You need some food. But and uh, and 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 what I will say is, uh, don't think that though we, you know, <laughs> we were just like, oh well, duty calls either. Because I don't know about you, trees. I don't know that we talked about it. We don't have to get into detail. But yeah, stresses were high. Conversations were had. Why mm-hmm. is this happening to me? Conversations were had by everyone, even those who um, maybe don't. Under, it, maybe you undervalue trees. I know you're kind of a jokester, so I hope you're not truly undervaluing uh, what uh, the postal service means to a lot of people. People right now and mm-hmm. definitely in healthcare, you know, no, this and that. Yes. But even when you are part of those essential groups or the micro center situation I just mentioned, mm-hmm. like even when you are part of it, that doesn't mean you got to like it. Like you just, you're just part of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, <laughs> so. I love, let me tell you something. I don't mind, I don't mind my job. I never have. Mm-hmm. And uh, after being home a few days with the whole family, uh, I can't wait to get back. So, so my wife was saying the same thing. Yeah, I cannot definitely... wait to go back. So because I don't know about you, but uh, starting yesterday, all day kids in my state were closed, and I uh, was it Monday? Yeah, Monday. What's today? Tuesday. Today's so, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So Monday, all day kids are closed, and they started the uh, shut shutter in place or what shut in whatever it's called, and um, so it's like, oof. So. It's, <laughs> Fed all the kids in the house, and of course, just because, let's throw uh, snow, uh, cold, and rain at you all week, so you can't even like hang outside with the kids. Yeah, I definitely have brutal. rain. Um, it's been brutal. So I'm like, oh god, I can't wait to go back to work. Well, <laughs> my my, I told my daughter we're going out in the rain to go for a walk because I walk every day anyway. Now mm-hmm. I can't go to the gym, so yep. and I'm not. I I teased the notion of getting an elliptical mm-hmm. for this short time. Uh, I know it doesn't seem short to some people, and it might be twelve weeks, but you know, hey, it's short enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to do that. And the other thing is, you know, I just thought about that though. The Y probably hasn't stopped taking money for us <laughs> anyway. No. Um, Thank uh, you, Zan. AMC did. AMC stopped uh, charging us because their stuff's closed. So for the A list, but anyway, yeah. um, and so I don't know what our daycares are doing, but people are sure acting like the daycares are still open. Um, but I bet a lot of the people who I work with uh, do what a lot of us probably did, which is have someone in our neighborhood or something. And you know that I really think that's that individual person's choice, even if you don't like it, as to whether or not they're going to remain open or not. Um, mm-hmm. I can understand both sides of it, especially from a lawsuit liability thing. If somebody gets sick and then everybody gets sick and whatnot. Um, so it is something that people have to get creative with. I'm right now working out negotiations with my work to see what's going on, but we had a corporate, 
you know, um, leniency. It's just that I am in a different position than everybody else. And just because one person at, you know, we're not five, just because one person at your job has abilities doesn't mean the other person gets those abilities. So it's, it's very much, I would personally recommend to people, if you like your job, if you appreciate your job, even if you're frustrated with parts of your job, if you can work with them, it's probably for the best. Um, for those that are hearing my scratchiness and whatnot, this is normal allergies. If you listen to me on any podcast, I have this problem every spring. So this is not related to any illness. Um, Get him. I just been watching Monsters, Inc. for the last two days. That's how I feel. The minute you cough, I'm going to call the code. code Trees is like, you're fine as long as you're in your own germ box. Um, but uh, alternatively... Uh, yeah, I'm working on that. But since I was on call this week, I already had to make unique arrangements. So, um, uh, so uh, actually, I have a sister who is really cool and has a job that's really cool with her taking two days no more uh, to watch my daughter <laughs> this week when uh, we needed to. And uh, my work knows my situation and uh, we're working it out. So, but yeah, so. Um, but yeah, there's no precedence for a nine-year-old. I was talking to Trees about it. I said, I don't think daycares exist for nine-year-olds because normally you're just in school. So, mm. um, you know, we'll see. And and as I said, if I had an opportunity, so like the people who have like kids your age, Trees, mm. there was this one girl at work. I think she's just not thinking about it. She was like, I don't understand why this is so hard. Just find a daycare and send her to it. I was like, well, that in and of itself is difficult. And she goes, or just find some college kid that's home and have her watch her. And I, I, you know, I, I get it when you're trying to help. When you're trying to find a solution for somebody, you'll throw out ideas that are trying to help. At the same time, if I could vet daycares the same way we all do and should when somebody's watching what is, to me, arguably the most important person in my life, mm-hmm. sure. But I'm not going to just go talk to the neighbor chick because she's home from DePaul and see if she's looking to get a full-time babysitting gig, nor do I know whether or not that's safe to begin with. And then on top of it, it's completely against the quarantine stuff. So no, that's not a solution. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, she's not an accredited daycare. <laughs> so... Yeah, it is what it is. So I guess what I'm saying is we're all struggling. So some of you out there who are struggling, maybe many of you out there, sorry. And uh, here we are. We're going to try to uh, talk about some shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll talk about some shit. You want to hear some shit? What a yeah, week I want to hear some shit. Friend. Let me tell you something. When it rains, it pulls, my friend. So uh, <clears throat> one, not, not only is my uh, my Sega hoarding died down. <laughs> ah, Yes. You know, but I did complete my, uh, just, just on a side note, I did complete all my sports games, my original box sports games I wanted. Nice. Uh, I was just waiting on, uh, Pat Riley basketball, which took, uh, took like a month for it to get delivered from California. It was just floating around in the, in the ether mm. before it finally got delivered. Every day I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, fucking still in California. Another week, just sitting in California. So I finally made it here, and I wiped yeah, California it down. shut down. <laughs> I hosed it down, and then uh, so so I was happy about that. My Genesis three showed up. That's in the collection. Yeah, happy about that. And uh, but last week when we talked, right, I had a dishwasher experience. If you remember, you did. that was on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And then we talked on Tuesday, and my hot water heater was busted. Right. And, and uh, we were so going we had, tankless. Yeah, we were going tankless. 
So I had to take apart the desk here, which is falling apart. I've had this computer desk forever. It has heavy glass, like a countertop on it. Oh, okay. Yes. I had a dining room table like that. Yeah. And it has like a drawer underneath. And then, but everything else is cheap with wooden. So you keep moving around and all the legs it starts are getting wiggly apart. and yes, and, all the, yeah. and all the pegs are coming out of the slots and everything. So basically uh, this thing got one, this is the last time I could move it. I think it's dead. <laughs> like I'm, I'm amazed I'm sitting at it now with everything back on it. Uh, but no sudden it, movements. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, I zip tied the wood together in the back leg so that it doesn't come out of its pegs. Anyways. Um, so, Everything got moved, and uh, the the people came on Wednesday, the next day after we talked, and uh, yes, uh, I got my 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 tankless water heater next to me now. Uh, nice. It, so I'm guessing no burst, or am I jumping ahead? No in the burst. Story? Nope. Okay. Nope. They got it out of. They drained it. Got it out of. We hooked Thank all the stuff up. You know, I got my desk back hooked up. I got you know my everything back where it's supposed to be. Uh. That was on Wednesday, yeah. Okay, okay. And then Wednesday night, was it night? I think it was Wednesday night, the furnace broke. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That, ain't that lovely? Is As that somebody right? who had their furnace go, yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Isn't that great? My air conditioner actually went while Julie was pregnant with Autumn. <laughs> that was, but what happens is, as you may or may not be aware, uh, I don't know if your story involves this. What happened was it was a condenser problem in the wall, so water and ice had built up in the wall while the air conditioner was starting to break, mm-hmm. and so when they shut it down to look at it, all that water dumped into the furnace and ruined our furnace. So we had to replace our air conditioner and our furnace at the same oh. time. Yeah. Well. That didn't happen. Okay. What happened was, and, and unlike you, we talked about this last time, is I'll take stuff apart and tinker with yes. it. Yes. So I'm, I, although I'll I can it. relight a fucking pilot light in my furnace. So, well, the, well <laughs> there's furnace, a button. There's a button actually now. <laughs> so my furnace doesn't have a flame in it, right? It okay. has a little igniter like a barbecue. Yeah, and that's what I, that's mine's got that too, which is so, if your pilot goes. So that thing burned out. This okay. was in October. So the okay. guy came and put a new one in. Gotcha. And then in December, I don't know if you remember, but it burned out and I didn't have heat for like a week when my, my, the girls were in Florida and I had the boy here. I for do a week. remember that. I don't think and we were. Yeah. I think we missed a show. I think we doubled okay, up yeah. show or something, but, but yeah. So I was here with my three-year-old with no heat in December for like four or five days because they couldn't come out. It was a mess. Anyways, yeah. replace replaced it again. So the minute it stopped working this time, I knew. So I took apart my furnace and pulled that little that, the little igniter out. And mm-hmm. I said, son of a bitch, look at it. It's melted. So something's mm-hmm. wrong. So the guy is just like comes out and he's just like, yeah, this thing was made. He showed me the pan. I was like, this thing's from uh, made in 1999. It was put in. And I'm like, the house was made in like 2003. He's like, yeah. He goes, these developments, they just buy them in bulk and they just use them as they need them. So anyways, uh, so he 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 basically patched it up, but we're going to need a new furnace. It's been an expensive uh, week. It was an expensive week for us. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple, couple grand all said and done for sure. 
more than a couple grand. <laughs> I was going to say, you must yeah. know a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Your HVAC maybe, guy must okay. be. Well, I guess refreshing. I replaced both at once. So mine was a little more, but yeah. It was, it was many, many grand. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Now, before you go, oh, well, good for you. Uh, I don't usually no. have many, many, many grands on me, yes. but we got our taxes back. And thank God we had it. We had to uh, use it. Okay. We were going to redo the kitchen, like redo the floor. Mm-hmm. What was it going? But so thank God we didn't touch it yet. So basically, right. we, we blew all, we had to use all our savings on all this shit this week. But like my like I said to my wife, I said, with all the shit going on right now, and uh, it's no time to be like pity party because I go, we are very fortunate that during all this and these things went that we were able to fix them. I go, because there's a lot of people out there that were yeah. done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yes, we, we had to spend all this money and, and all this stuff. I go, but you know, we were fortunate enough to, to have that money to spend on it. So, so And who know, knows? There is rumors that checks are coming our way. Yeah. But you know, so I said you gotta look at it like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and when the first one, she just laughed. Like after everything, and I came out. Uh, I think, yeah, Wednesday, what was I doing? I was doing something Wednesday. And, uh, so I came out late and I was going, going to go to bed and, uh, <laughs> I go, Oh, it's cold up here. And they were like watching a movie. They were all snugging up on the couch and, uh, my, my, my wife and daughter and I was in the, I'm like, ah, it's cold. And she goes, it's a little chilly. In and I looked at the thermostat and said like 66 or something. And if you know me, my shit's at 70. Okay. I'm a 68er, but okay. I, I like my shit 70. So I looked and it was like, that's probably why I burned that fucker out. Over <laughs> again. No, so I would say most people are 70. In fact, a lot of bad people around here, because we're in the entitled capital of the world, I swear to God, um, it's 72. But uh, but yeah, no. Um, and, I, and I looked and it said 66 and it was still set at 70. And I went, uh-oh. Something's yeah. not turning on. So I went down and I knew exactly what it looked. I took that panel off. I unscrewed that thing in the back, took it out. I was like, look at this fucking thing. They just replaced this. Dude, when our air conditioner uh, blew the first time where they like, you you always have this. Everybody knows this story. It's just like yours. Um, our air conditioner blew before we had to replace it. And it was just this thing where like it wasn't cold and they come out and they do a quick repair and it costs you like 1200 bucks. And then next thing you know, it's dead. But I remember I came home and I was like, I came home from work and I was like, Julie was pregnant with Autumn and I was like, it's warm in here. And she goes, really? And I go up and it's like 81 in the house and we keep it in the summer at 74. And I'm like, yeah, hun. (laughs) It's warm. How you, a pregnant woman, don't know. And she had like, she didn't even have a fan on her, but she had like a ceiling fan on. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, no, I'm okay. I was like, I'm not okay. I just it's came fun. home from work. I am not okay. Ants are sticking to me. These fuckers out here. <laughs> What's going on here? I'm gonna go take a cold shower. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because he said, he said the furnace. So we said, give us a price on the on the furnace. And then he said our air conditioning unit because it's all runs in the same thing, right? And yep. he goes, he goes, the furnace is old. He goes, uh, circuits, circuit boards going, everything. He goes, so you know, it's well past its prime. Should have been replaced by ten years ago. And he goes, the air conditioner's the same age. And he goes, I am not allowed to fix that. <laughs> so he said, 
He goes, it's old enough where it's illegal for me to patch it, like do it, like, patch it up. He's like, if that thing breaks, he goes, you need a new one. And I know a lot of things have changed because our new one we got, I want to say we replaced this about five years ago. Mm -hmm. It was like way more efficient. And like, even the furnace was like much smaller than the old furnace. And, Mm -hmm. and actually, believe it or not, my house was built the same year as yours, 2003. Um, and, uh, guy said something similar. He was like, yeah, this fucking furnace is, (laughs) this furnace is older than this house. (laughs) But. Anyways, that that was uh, that was my week. Among all the other paint, you know, the like, you know, all, all the Shit other worldly <laughs> things going on, I'm dealing with that, and I'm like, good God, man, testing me. Someone's testing me. Let's skate through it, whatever. And besides from going to the supermarket, uh, mm-hmm. I'm the designated supermarket goer because yeah. my wife has to work. So my wife's a respiratory therapist. So while I can't confirm or deny this because i don't know myself we don't talk about it mm-hmm. there is a pretty damn rock solid chance my wife is working with covid19 patients <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah well yeah i went i went to the supermarket i just happened to be out at i forget where the fuck i was home depot oh somewhere i can't remember now where i was and um sure. but there was a there was a supermarket right next door so i'm like you know what let me dip in there Cause I'm next to it. Let me dip in, and I actually needed like pet supplies. That's where I was. I actually gotcha. was at I was at the Petco. That's why now I remember. Well. I was at the Petco because I needed like fish filters. Sounds so silly. I needed fish filters for the tank. I needed um, this flea spray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're getting there. Yeah, and um, yeah, that was the other epidemic going on in the house was a, a flea jumped on my daughter. We we're like, are you fucking kidding me? That's when my wife uh, walked out the room, like just crying. Cause she's like, really? <laughs> Every fall we make sure we have one month of flea meds waiting mm-hmm. for us in the spring for shit like that. Uh, we haven't needed to apply them yet. We, we got fleas but, once yeah. about last summer. Mm-hmm. And like my buddy who 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 uh, does the exterminating gig told us, he goes, "Yeah, they're gonna come." Back. He goes, "Fleas are the toughest thing. They, once you get them in your house, they just uh, tough yeah. to get out. Even if you flea bomb and all this shit." He goes, "They just you miss one egg, you miss one. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you're gonna keep getting them." And so we bombed last summer, and we were rid of them for a while. But yeah, after everything, the furnace. The this the daycares being announced were being closed like all this nonsense and we're sitting in bed talking about it like what we're gonna do. My daughter's laying there. She goes, "Hey, a flea just jumped on my my hand." My my wife just got up, started crying, and walked. Yeah. Out the I was like, I'm "Like, yeah, I get it, I get it." <laughs> but anyways, <Yes>. so <clears throat> uh, I had to pick up this spray. That you just spray on carpets and stuff. It smells like mint. I forget it's made with like peppermint and something that fleas don't like or something. I don't know what it is. But anyways, my wife sent me out on a mission. So I bought some of that and I needed cat food in cat litter. But you don't buy that shit at Petco unless you want to pay triple price and you want some weird organic food. Yep. I have learned that the hard way. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Made by some cult somewhere out in the woods. I don't know what it is. Anyway, so I was like, 
All right. I go, you know what? There's a supermarket right next door. Let me just dip in and see what's going on in there. I just pick up some cat food. You know, I'm not going after what everybody else is going after. I just, I need some cat food. So I walk in there and it just made me laugh to see. So there must have been, the shelves must have got stocked with toilet paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was people like clutching to their chest rolls of toilet paper, like eight packs, just clutching them with both arms. Like, and it just made me laugh. I'm like, oh my God. And I strolled down the aisle, and there was like three left. And I was like, well, when in fucking Rome? <laughs> Grimy one. So you but, guys don't have a limit? They're limiting us to one. No, no, eight packs, as in it's one pack with eight of them. In there. Oh, okay, I thought okay. like people had eight rolls, and they would juggle them. <clears throat> I got you. But they just had these big packs, and they were clutching them. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I heard a funny – you know, it's a funny thing. I heard – I forget what podcast I was listening to, but someone just goes uh, – there isn't a lack. It was relax. There isn't a lack of toilet paper. There's just a lack of people with common sense buying all the toilet paper. Yes. yes. So I told my wife that I go, don't worry about toilet paper and shit. I go, it's not like places aren't making this shit anymore. It's yeah, food coming. It's the problem is the minute they put out, crazy people buying it all, but they're still yes. stocking the shelves. I mean, I went in. My wife went out the other day because she's like, oh, there was no butter or something. I went there the next day. Plenty of butter. I'm like, relax. That's yeah. So that's the other thing I will tell people is, yeah, like just it sucks to go out to the grocery store more than once a week or something if you can avoid it. But just go see. You'd be surprised. Mm. Um, the other thing I've learned that just helped us is nobody eats like us. We uh, we are still eating fresh stuff. There's no evidence that this sur- that cor- coronavirus survives. On uh, on on fresh stuff, salad bars. The biggest reason those closed down is not because of the fucking salad. It's because of you don't want six hundred people touching the same set of tongs. Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, and so, uh, but if you aren't comfortable with salad, that's fine. Even though those dole salads that are bagged have been bagged for months, so don't worry about mm-hmm. it. But then we buy fresh produce, and people are like, "Well, what if somebody touched it?" And I said, "Well." Everything I know about bacteria and viruses is that when I put that asparagus in the oven for 20 minutes and mm-hmm. bake that shit, COVID-19 ain't coming out on the other end. <laughs> it's funny, too, looking down the aisle of what people have just deemed like they need. Like, the weirdest shit's missing. Like, and you're going, is that just like monkey see, monkey do? Like, maybe yes, people grab yes. some, you know, uh, I, I don't know, like... Uh, <laughs> Like, I don't know. I can't explain. I can't Dish even... detergent was the one that blew my mind. Yeah, just weird stuff. And then, so I bought cat food, but then I noticed, like, people, like, most of the cat food was gone. Not the dog food, but, like, cat food. Yeah, I've noticed people the dog food's out. been fine for me. Like, it's actually on sale on Amazon right yeah, now if I need it. But the, yeah. the cat food was all gone. And then, like... Yeah. And and for the record, we don't uh, use Amazon for convenience. Uh, the dog food that we buy for our dogs who have almost no teeth left is like mm-hmm. soft kibble. And yeah. they s- what? Oh, I'm sorry. Good. Oh no, they still make it, but yeah. like nobody carries it. But Amazon, even Walmart stopped carrying it. So we there was a news report around here that cracked me up. <clears throat> it was people flushing baby wipes. And it's oh, fucking really? up all the all their systems because yeah. of the toilet flush paper baby thing. wipes. Everybody's buying up all the baby wipes. Oh my god! And they're using 
baby wife. You are literally stealing from children, you asshole. My wife's like, my wife's like, oh, if you uh, see some packs of water, pick up a thing of water, and I go, why? She goes, nobody's Since we gone run out crazy of water. over. Yeah, nobody's gone crazy over water. I'm actually the one who is viewed as the crazy one. What I do is I buy those gallons of distilled water, and we have like a water dispenser. I drink a gallon of water a day, trees. Like mm-hmm. I'm just a big time drinker of water. Well, I'm a big time drinker in general, but uh, of water as well. And so I usually buy one of those gallons, and for two weeks we have a water dispenser at mm-hmm. our at various parts of our hospital. I'm sure anyone who's ever been to a hospital has seen the ice water dispenser. It's just a filtered water thing. And so what I would normally do is I I drink it. I don't drink from the bottle. I'm not a heathen. I pour it into a goddamn water cup and then drink it throughout the day. But then when the bottle's empty at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I go to the dispenser and refill it. That is no longer allowed for understandable reasons at the hospital. In fact, I don't even know if we're allowed to use those dispensers anymore. I think only nurses can go grab from them now. And so I had to change my routine up. Well, I still needed a gallon of water every day. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to take it out of the tap water. So I just buy for my work days at home. I can just do, I just do tap water and and, and drink it. It's fine. But like, I, I'm not going to trust random tap waters throughout the hospital. I'm sorry. I don't know what they're, what's going on in that old hospital. So anyway, um, so I went and bought five gallons of distilled water for one for each of my work days. And, um, and I thought it was going to be a problem. No, man. In Kansas, don't nobody hydrate. They can't give away water. It's on sale right now for 69 cents. Whereas if I was in your neck of the woods, I could probably sell it for five bucks. <laughs> Well, it leveled out. It was right at the beginning, okay. like all oh, the water was gone, and my wife's going, "If you see water again, I'm like, why?" And she's like, "Cause water." And I'm like, "No." There's a thing called a, <clears throat> you know, there's pipes connected to the house, right? That if you turn yeah. a little, you turn a little thing, a little spigot on in your sink, all the water you can drink comes out of it. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's and for amazing. the record. If the distilled water thing wasn't going to work out, like meaning if I couldn't buy yeah. five gallons, <clears throat> what I was going to do was literally just fill them up at my sink at night. In fact, as I'm saying this, as a sustainable... Here's the other thing. I'm at the hospital this week. I kind of said that because I'm on call. So it was easier for that. When I'm back in the office, that will probably be what I will do every day. Yeah. Is just bring the bottle home. And instead of filling it up at the dispenser mm-hmm. at work just filling it up it's at funny. home and then walk it in. My wife was just like, well, yeah, but there's stuff in that. Well, I go, there's stuff in there. It was no, so there's much. not. There's the no. minerals. I go, when I was a kid, <laughs> you were playing, I go, you would drink from a faucet on the side of somebody's house. You didn't even know. The hose is, what if water comes out of this one? Yep. It's on. We'd all drink, drink out of it. No one cares bottled water outside of detroit you're fine um but uh anyway well um if you want to real quick i've got a similar similar stories to you but i can wrap mine up pretty fast and they all are positive i hope you don't mind (laughs) i like positive i i'm you know, let's let's move on here so you ready to see how in the midst of all this good things can happen yes so first thing was uh, Friday came, mm-hmm. and uh, Alex, my uh, my exterminator, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not even an exterminator. Oh. They don't like calling themselves. They call themselves wildlife like technicians or something because they don't kill the things they grab. They like mice and stuff infestations they do, but like if it's a if they find a live raccoon in your wall, uh, apparently they trap them and and take them somewhere and release them again. Uh-huh. Um which I know your theory is they just take them out into the woods and shoot them. <laughs> Wildlife. What are they called? What was it? What's the title? Wildlife technician, I believe, is what oh, he my- said on his card. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he's one of the only. He's like the only guy in town, though, that I know of in in like the larger Kansas City metro, and he comes widely regarded and i know why because he he's good at communicating and he's just there to get the shit done you know how like sometimes you get those contractors where it seems like they're just not very organized so you're just waiting forever and you're like can you come paint the fucking house already like we came over and you talked for a long time but i didn't buy your most expensive model and now i haven't heard from you this guy's not like that he was like no i'm gonna come do this but he said, the problem is, is that since we're essential, a lot of people have been working from home and they're hearing shit in their wall. <laughs> we got a lot of false calls, you know, and stuff. Um, but anyway, he came out, put the stuff, sealed up the, the attic, uh, the little gaps where animals could get in. He sealed up my vents and everything. And he went and looked and he goes, yeah, no, there wasn't too much in your, in your stuff. The birds hadn't put too much in there. He goes, but, uh, they won't build a nest there cause it will cook the eggs. And I was like, oh, okay. Me and my buddy were talking that they would put on Hawaiian shirts and have martinis or something. Yeah. He kind of giggled a little and he's got a New Zealand accent. So yeah, I'm not going to fake it cause I sound terrible, but New Zealand accents or Kiwis as they're sometimes referred to. It's, it's a good accent. It's kind of Australian, but it's not quite the same. Peter Jackson's got it. So if you're wondering, but anyway, um, it was funny to, he, you could just see him in his mind while I said it, he pictured the birds in there with Hawaiian shirts on having martinis. Um, he goes, no, they're not going to do that. So he pulled that out. He put the grates on and lo and behold, at nine o'clock the next morning, I was up, I was getting dressed in quiet. Nothing. Nothing. Silence. Silence. So you, you you hear a bird bang into the grate. I d- I have seen them uh, bang into a couple uh, bang into it a couple of times trying to get in. They can't yeah. get in. Um, but I didn't hear them like in the walls like I used to. <laughs> I am um, on my porch, right with a with a posts go up. Mm-hmm. You know, up above those posts, there's little ledges that the bird birds can get up into. Mm-hmm. And they will build the nests up there. So I cut pieces of styrofoam. Okay. And just kind of filled in the gap, like wedged it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of matches white, you know. And I have a security cam out there on the porch. And it was fun okay. the next day. It was fun the <laughs> next day watching the birds fly full speed up into the corners and bounce off of them. You know? <laughs> I bet. Like, what the See, hell? It's the little things. <laughs> what happened here? But, uh, um. So yeah, so so that worked itself out, and that only cost me three hundred bucks. Which, uh, if you think that's high, that's actually not for when you called a uh, a a critter hunter out to your house, mm. um, especially when you're hearing stuff. Um, so that happened. Then what happened, trees? Is I got the mister. Remember, I told you I got the mister. So I finally yep. unpacked it and put it together. I thought this was going to be a long thing. So you know how you sit down and you expect for like a long thing. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to read schematics and do a bunch of stuff. No, man, the mister, I put that thing together in like five minutes. And I'm like, so uh, <laughs> what else am I going to do this afternoon? <laughs> um, 
But what had happened was, I, so I was going to load it up and do the Neo Geo thing. And uh, I go to use it. And here's a thing I didn't know about the Mister. So if people want to know, so I bought the main board. And um, for what I'm using it for ad hoc stuff, I'm not putting whole libraries on there. The eight gig card that comes with it was sufficient, more than sufficient. That actually holds the entire Neo Geo library. Uh, I don't need the whole library, but even if I did, I could do it that way. Um, what I didn't know was it's got a mini USB port and a micro USB port, but no regular USB port. And everybody always talked about needing a USB powered hub. Well, I have that, but it's a normal USB. If you're tech savvy, it's a type A connection. And I don't have an adapter that's like mini or micro USB to type A. So I was like, uh, I don't have a way to plug a keyboard or a joystick into this fucking thing to try mm -hmm. to use it. I have nothing I can do with it. So I went and looked online. The adapter at Micro Center, and that was assuming they were open, which I didn't know at the time, was like 22 bucks or something. And I'd, it had like mixed reviews as to whether or not it'd work. And I was like, Ugh. the powered hub that was like an external hub right. was 40. And then you do need the micro USB to normal USB cord which was another six. So I'm looking at 46 plus whatever tax. Then I went to Mr. Add-ons and I am not affiliated with any of these shops, but he is definitely known. Mr. Add-ons has a cool like built for, you know, whenever you look at the Mr., there's either a double decker or a triple decker. And the triple deckers always have the bottom is seven, U it's full-size type A USB ports. So they're like ready to go underneath your Mr. And they're hardwired in. That was $47. And I was like, well, or maybe it was 45 I don't remember. But anyway, I was like, well, that's the same price, so I may as well just get the thing. Plus, it says Mr. on it, which looks cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I bought that on Friday. I was home from work Friday uh, on Natural PTO. It was supposed to be me and Autumn's fun go-out day. Mm -hmm. And we went out, but it was raining, so there wasn't yeah. a whole lot to see. But we drove the loop of Kansas City. We drove downtown and back for a fun thing. Um, but I have a sports car, so it's kind of fun. Um, but anyway... So, uh, so I ordered it from Mr. Add-ons and Trees. Mm -hmm. Thank God for the postal service. USPS, I got it Monday morning. There you go. We do yeah. No rain, and, no sleet, no snow, no, no pandemic. And he shipped it first class mail. He doesn't charge you much for shipping. A lot of those places charge you an arm and a leg for shipping. Mm -hmm. Now, the, I think the price for his first class cost was $4.55 on the receipt. And he charged me five bucks. Like, I mean, that's a fair businessman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got it. And um, what it does is it's got a little bracket. It's a cool little bracket thing. But it was a little scary to put it in there because it's a micro USB on one side. And then it has this cool little like Z shape bracket. It's all like hard chips. And then it's got a little four pin connection. So think of like, I don't know how else to put it, but like think of like real computer parts like... You know, you got a four... If anybody who's ever worked with mod chips is familiar with these, but you've got like a four-pin, small, little black, you know, input, like female, to a four-pin, actual pin-sticking-up male connection. You know what it's similar to, Trees? Um, S-Video. You know S-Video? Yes. How they've got those little thin pins, yep. the four little thin pins, and if you don't line it up right, you can bend things. Bend them, yep. Imagine a connection just like that, but it's in like a line, like in a row. Mm -hmm. And so the challenge is you've got to plug into that micro USB. You've got to plug that in in advance. 
And then as you bring the bottom part into the four screw holes that they like latch onto, because there's like screws underneath in the mister thing, you get like new pegs Mm -hmm. that are ready to support a triple decker instead of a double decker. And so when you put those in, then you've got to like line up the screw holes, but you've also got to line up the pins so that when you slowly press down, everything just kind of locks into place. And as you know, with any of these custom built stuff, yeah, they're measured properly, so they fit, but it's not a smooth fit, right? Like anybody who's ever assembled furniture knows that too. And so you just don't want to bend anything. Yes. A little nerve wracking at first, but once it slid in there, everything just looked beautiful. Cool. So everything's there, everything's set up. And then I, uh, so I got that and did that last night. And then I got called away. And then I had uh, a uh, de-stress beer while watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with my family. Mm -hmm. And then went upstairs to lay down with them. And then I was, uh, with my wife. And then I was waiting to get up and and do my night shit. And I don't know if it was the beer or if I was just tired and stressed. But I just passed the fuck out. Mm Mm-hmm. So I've set up the card, I've set up the mister, it's all ready to go, and all I need to do is plug it in. But when you're hooking it up to just like jack with it and can you know and configure it and play games, mm-hmm. like and especially me, a lot of people are just hooking this up to HDMI TVs. I didn't. I got the thing where I'm hooking it up to an actual CRT so it can run like an actual Neo Geo. I mean, right, I should set aside a couple hours when I'm gonna do that so that I can really play around with it. So haven't done it, but I got this all done. But the reason I'm saying this is if you want to plug in regular type A stuff and you don't have some sort of adapter or way, way to do it, you may as well just buy the USB thing. Mm. So I go back to saying a mister is a $250 device. I, I go back and stick to that firmly. Mm. Buy all the things you need up front. But uh, the cool thing, Trees, is I've got a bunch of... Um, I've got that USB Mortal Kombat joystick that came out with the Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection on PS3 way back when. Do you remember this? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, it's an actual like Mortal Kombat joystick, you know, and uh, it's USB out, so I can configure it like a regular PC joystick, and so I use it for all kinds of arcade stuff. And um, so I'm going to use that with the Neo Geo, so it'll be cool, and I'll just use high kick, low kick. Uh, low, high kick, low putt. Anyway, I'll use the everything but block as my uh, as my four Neo Geo buttons. You know, so it'll be fun. There you go. So um. yeah, so so for my order in ordering stuff, that all worked out. You know, and uh, and then last but not least, um, I you know we were I wouldn't say we're running out of toilet paper, but each bathroom <laughs> had four rolls left in it. And then we had um, two double roll packs because there was a sale at the time. This was way before all the panic that I just bought. So I've got two additional 12 packs down in the basement just hanging out. Oh, you're good. And my wife's like, well, what happens if anything? I said, yeah, but I'm not going to panic buy or order anything. And uh, Warham did find in our Discord, and he put it up there, that Walgreens, for a very short period of time, had um, a special where you could get two 12-packs of just some random... Like, it was name brand, but it wasn't, like, my brand toilet paper for, like, five bucks a roll. So you could... It was ten bucks for two rolls, and you could get it free shipping. So I bought that, but... That order's been hanging for like a week and Walgreens just keeps going, we're still trying to check with our warehouse if we can send this to you. And it's like, okay. So I don't know that that's really coming, but whatever. Um, And then the other day I went into Walgreens to buy something else and they were like, we have toilet paper and it was my brand. (laughs) And they were like, 
uh, but it's a limit one. Would you like it? And I said, sure. So I bought that and I said, okay, now we're really good. Each bathroom has a 12 pack ready to load up. Yeah. I think all this panic stuff will be a little more chilled out. I think people will get used to this new world we're in and things will be back to, I wouldn't say normal, but back to like everyone's limited. And if you need a supply, you can just go to the store and buy mm-hmm. one without having to worry about everyone acting a goddamn fool. So I was like, nature provides. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. So all things considered, uh, doing pretty good over here and, uh, got my projects in place. So yeah. So anyway, so, fun fact, Mr. Add-ons, mm-hmm. working fine in this time period. <laughs> <laughs> Making coin. So. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, well, you ready to talk about some games? We're only cool. an hour in. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, no one else got, no one has anything better to do but to listen to the show. Well, I've, I've heard know? some, uh, well, I, I've heard people just, you know, a couple of people have made comments um, that are like, yeah, you guys talk about a lot of things other than games. And I said, yeah, that's what the show always was, though. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm doing lectures, guys. I'm I'm working on it. I got one lecture out, and um, uh, by the way, trees. Uh, even though the the Turbo Graphics Mini is delayed or whatever indefinitely, I guess Japan's already they had the PC Engine Mini come out as normal, uh-huh. and you can ship from Amazon Japan no problem to you any of these models. The PC Engine Mini is ready now. And the, uh, cause a, a guy I follow on Twitter said he already got his and he's got it in America and he's using it. And he goes, and if you want the core graphics or the turbo graphics, they're getting it in stock in April 12th. So you can pre-order it now and get it. And I was like, okay, I think it's weird that Japan's just getting this stuff and America's not, but Hey, mm-hmm. whatever. Konami's a J- Japanese brand. I get it. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are looking for it and you haven't listened to that lecture series and you want something informative about the PC Engine, I'd like to believe that was a pretty solid 90 minutes. Um, and uh, the Mini is pretty gettable at this point, I guess. And uh, I looked on Amazon. It didn't look like the American Amazon can do it. But the American Amazon is dealing with a lot of things that at this time the Japanese Amazon is not. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, so... Uh, Anyway, back to games. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I did my part. So you you want to talk about something you've been playing, or because I've got a lot to talk about. So um, yeah, I haven't played much. I've been busy all this week. I mean, aside from fooling with my Genesis, like I always do. So mm-hmm. I've come to the conclusion, Fred, because I played a lot of it this week, that uh, Eternal Champions is not a good fighting game. I knew you were going to come back and say this. So last One. week after you talked about it, I went back and looked at a Oof. fatality role. Yeah, they're not good. If you know all of them, they're pretty gruesome, actually. Yeah, but they're not great. They're not uh, there great. are some that are great, but maybe you haven't seen them. I don't know. If you get a chance, go I'm, watch the 10-minute reel I mean, of all the fatalities. I've seen them in the day, back in the day. I'm sure I've seen them. I don't remember. We don't. I, I, I did two of them tonight playing with my son. My son likes to play it, but he gets bored yeah. really quick. Uh, it's Eternal Champions. Yeah. But it's like, poof, playing this, I'm like, oh, they, they didn't know what they wanted to be. Mortal Kombat controls, Tekken controls, Street Fighter oh, controls. The contro- just like the controls. The moves. Yeah, the moves and stuff. Listen, I'm I'm not saying it ever was a good fighting game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure back in the day. Listen, Street Fighter was around back when this was out. So, listen. I'm sure it was shitty back then too. But they were definitely going for the Mortal Kombat thing. And especially when you look at those fatalities, like there's like 
two or three stage fatalities per person. It's pretty ridiculous. So when you watch that sizzle reel, it's crazy because they show you like 75 different fatalities. It's funny too. And, oh, good. Oh, no. And you're right. Like 10 of them are good, but the 10 that are good are really good. Anyway, it's funny on the Sega CD because you know when you do one because the whole screen just pauses. Yeah, and you, hear, and you hear that. <laughs> My son's like, what's the matter? I'm like, nothing. Well, it's because I think it plays a special type of music and it has to go find it on it's the disc because that's what it's doing. Yeah. Um, still, but just the fact that it's doing all that is why I love it. Is why right? it, yeah. is why it's so awesome. Um, I'm sorry, real quick trees to say the same thing. Like there is something endearing about, so in Night Trap, you know how you're looking for Augs. Mm-hmm. And if you're just doing, if you're actually playing the game the way you need to, to actually excel at it, it's no fun to watch because you have to zip through so fast and just switch cameras. And everybody knows that when you're about to hit an AUG, it pauses for a second on the, on the static. And then you hear the disc kind of spin up the video. And so that's endearing. And what's interesting is I have a USB adapter for my uh, 3DO. And when you play Night Trap on that, it instantly loads the rooms. And I don't like it that much. I have the same issue with the 25th anniversary on the PS4. Like it loads instantly and you're like, oh, well. And so I always have to go back to the Sega CD one to mm-hmm. hear the the thing spin up. And I bet on that new fucking Mega CD. No, because you know that that flash cartridge that I got? Yeah. It does keep the timings the same. So it does do the delay and load thing. I just don't get to hear the disc spin, which nice. is part of the endearment. But It is. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with Mortal Kombat Sega CD is yeah. uh, Shang Tsung. Whenever he morphs, oh my God. it pauses. It's and it's... Zzz, 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 zzz. Then he morphs. It's like right in the middle of fighting, you know? It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I was uh, redoing my game case, my little stupid collecting case that I have next to my desk. And some of the stuff's not even collector-worthy. I just have it because I like, mm-hmm. like the shit in there. <laughs> like, I have all the stupid video game energy drinks that I like worth it they're not collector items you see them in stores but leo i have right. the resident evil t-virus red bull and i have the you know power up and the donkey kong one i have some street fighter ones but what's funny is uh i had stuff piled up in them so i i never really seen what like i i, I would throw stuff in the case and it would block other things and after a while <laughs> i never knew what was in there and just now when i was cleaning it out i you don't have a um <laughs> So I don't know why I have this. I don't know where I got it. I must have ordered it online, but it's the 25th Mario anniversary bundle for the Wii. Do you remember they put that out? That thick, like, red anniversary edition thing? Oh, okay. So you have the actual Wii console? Or no, do you have, like, the Mario All-Stars? Yes. It's the it's, it's the special. It's the limited edition version of Mario All-Stars re-release on the Wii. But it's in a thick box and it's all red it says a big 25 yeah, it came with an art book it. and stuff like that yeah i've got that too but i have the japanese version oh so i must have ordered it from like play asia or something yeah because well because in japan they got that special version of super mario brothers mm-hmm. that had 25s where all the coins were and then it came out for us and they even called it the 25th anniversary version and it doesn't have that, which oh. is really shitty. Um, and actually, I hacked my Wii, and then they they shared it online, of course. And so I've got that version. Oh. Uh, I think they did something with Donkey Kong also. But anyway, yeah, but there was an American version, and you might have bought it in Japan before we knew about it. I think I did. I, I think I ordered it 
when I thought it was because we didn't know if it was coming thing. stateside. Yes, yeah. and then it came out later. But I'm like, <laughs> it's just funny that I found it. I'm like, still not sealed. I never opened it. It's not like in cellophane, but it's never been opened. And I'm oh, like, okay, well. If you've never read it, that book's not worth opening for. You'd think they'd have some insight or something, and all it is is like if the most lazy PR rep made a quick pamphlet on shit everybody knows about Mario. Yeah, I wish you didn't tell me that because if I looked at it now, it's in Japanese. I would think it was cool, but now you told me. I mean, the Japanese version's completely different. It's it, it's whatever you want it to be, Tracy. Like I said, I don't know why I have it. I uncovered that. That cracked me mm-hmm. up. <clears throat> I uncovered these... Um, do you remember the 3DS had AR? When it first came out, AR was like a thing. It was going to have all these yeah, AR games. Yeah, boy Rob Turbo's famous yeah. for making the AR card for his lawn. And um, so they came out with this weird um, photo app game thing like years later. And yeah, isn't it the thing where you can make shit like pop out? Because I remember making my daughter's, uh, making like things pop out of my daughter's head on it and it freaked her out. Yeah, <laughs> it, she was it came younger. with a little suite of AR games you could play, like face blasters and shit. But, that must have been what I'm thinking of, yeah. But these were, it was called like Mario Photo or something. Okay. And there was these cards you would buy at like Target. And they I semi-remember this. And I have those, I found those. Oh, nice. About all these stupid things I have. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so the reason I'm talking Nintendo is because it's Animal Crossing week, man. I know you went the opposite side of the aisle. I went I went Animal Crossing route, and I, I braved the pandemic, and I actually, on my work break, drove down to the local Best Buy before they closed the malls. And, uh, nice. <clears throat> it was funny. First, I went to the GameStop. There was a GameStop near my work that I never go mm-hmm. to. No wonder why they're going out of business for for other reasons besides this. They got other problems. <laughs> but so I go there, right? Yeah. And I get in and I go in there. And there's some there's some people in there. There's a big sign on the door. You know, not not more than ten people, including employees in the store at a time. And then right. tape on the floor, staying this far from each other. All this I'm wondering if this is going where I think this is going, but continue. Right. And so I'm sitting there and there's nothing but animal crossing plastic. All over the place, right? Because mm-hmm. GameStop, right? I'm waiting. Well, they know it's going to be a big mover. I'm waiting in line, and I get up to the kid. And they go, hey, uh, one animal crossing there. <laughs> Fine, sir. Poncho. And he says, <laughs> uh, he goes, did you pre-order it? And I go, no, I, I did this not. This where this was going. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, we don't have any then. We only have them for pre-orders. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And I went next door to Best Buy where they were falling off the end caps. Yep. And I'm just like, yeah, I got something in demand. Why don't you get more of them? I'm sure there's a business reason for it, but uh, it's just weird. It's because they've got so many stores and they are mismanaged. And that's the real answer, right? The whole problem with GameStop, hard stop, period, end of sentence, is mismanagement. Yeah. There are a bunch of overpaid middle manager people at the corporate level fucking this. Just fucking it. And Reggie fils himself cannot save this company. He cannot swoop in? No. You know why? Here's why. Because he can come up with an excellent initiative. And mm-hmm. The same problem is plaguing EA, by the way. He can come up with this excellent initiative, but you're only as good as the people... The people beneath you ability to f- 
minimalistically follow these rules. My boss had the same problem when he was encouraged to go to a different team, but he would get a higher position. He's a manager in our Mm -hmm. area. And somebody had talked to him about an assistant director in another area. And he goes, the problem is those teams fail their milestones every time. Mm -hmm. And he goes, why would I want to become a director over a bunch of managers who clearly don't listen and don't find value in hitting their milestones, I'm literally setting myself up to fail. Mm -hmm. He goes, I'd rather be a manager where I'm killing it and hitting everything and setting the example so that I can train up enough people and later lead this team myself if it comes to that. He goes, I'm not going to lead an inefficient team. So that's the problem. If Reggie comes up with a solution for this whole thing once this all blows over... Mm -hmm. If those people don't do it, mm-hmm. then they're fucked. And the problem is, is that the way corporate structures work without getting into any details, it's unfortunately due to just like job security and the way that infrastructure works on how you can't just fill up a senior management team out of the blue mm-hmm. due to bad company culture and, and yeah, bad company culture, simply put, um, I just don't know how you repair that unless Reggie and and he's just a bored guy. He, so he's not going to be the one to do it. But unless somebody's got the balls to just walk in there and do that shit you see in the movies all dramatic where you walk in and you're like, Doug, you're in charge. Of, you've been in charge of, you know, infrastructure. Phil, you were the one in charge of making sure we were all covered during the COVID-19 crisis. Billy, you've been the one who's in charge of making sure all our stores are shocked, stocked properly. And he goes through that whole line with five people and he's like, all of you have failed at your jobs. You're fucking fired. Get out. <laughs> and just replaces them. Like, I'm sorry, until they do something like that. GameStop will continue to be this shit show. It was just it was just odd, man, that the whole store yeah. was plastered head to toe with posters and release date for Animal Crossing. It and they really- need that nugget because it was going to be a long winter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this is the last time, guys. You needed to sell as yeah, much as you can. That's what and I mean. As much as- There's a demand for it. So it was just funny that- But like, Trees, this was- why are you here for Animal Crossing? If you look behind you, there's 17 mm-hmm. copies of Call of Duty, uh, oh. what is it, Black Ops 4. They'd love to sell you. Well, thank fuck they had a, a real-life- uh, replica of the uh, Mega Man X uh, handgun that I could have bought. They had like 15 of them up above the fucking Have guy. you ever thought about investing in Funko Pop? Because oh they've got you covered. Yeah, he was like, we don't have any Animal Crossing. I'm like, no? Uh, well, how big is that extra large Funko Pop of a White Walker? Can I have that? <laughs> you have three of those. That's fine. But I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like I didn't even know they made Funko Pops that big. Holy shit! Um, I only do because of the, I bought all the Resident Evil ones. <laughs> I've got them all in my bookshelf, you know, even the oversized ones. That's why you laughed at that joke. But that is exactly why I laughed. At but it, was just, it was it wasn't the kids' fault, right? I'm like, all right, man, thanks, man, I appreciate it. He's like, yeah, no problem. But it was just like, all right, I'll go. And then I go next to the mall next door, and there's like fucking oodles of them. Like they they have some on the end caps. They have them, you know. And, and this but everybody's before. mismanaged because I've told you the opposite thing where Best Buy was fucking stupid and GameStop hooked me up. So, like, it just depends on the circumstance. Uh, well, you know, when I first uh, was dating my wife, well, when we were married, I can't remember, but whenever Diablo 3 came out for the PlayStation 4, I think we were still dating. We were married yet. And she, and she knew I wanted it. And it was out, right? And she went to GameStop. And they did that shit where they didn't have it. And they talked her into, like, 
like they're gonna the they're employee gonna copy. It. They're gonna no, oh. they're gonna order it for her. So now she was like waiting. So she missed like my birthday because this thing was like they were waiting to get one in. Right. Meanwhile, she goes and then she goes to Target like a day later, <laughs> and they're said, all over the place. And I told yeah. her, I'm like, yeah, don't ever. I go, listen, I go, I know you went to GameStop because it's GameStop, but I go Walmart, Target, Best Buy. And you know what I mean? I'm like, they will always have the games too, you know. Well, and permit me to be a dick here, Trees, but was there a particular reason? And maybe there is. Maybe you like the shelf or something. Like, <clears throat> I know Switch games are more useful as carts <laughs> than other things, but Animal Crossing was readily available on the eShop. Like, you so, could have just... there's a reason for that. Okay. I figured there might have been. So, uh, back in February-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my daughter doesn't go to school. She has issues. Mm-hmm. But not only does she have anxiety issues, she also gets very comfortable. All right? Mm-hmm. So as in, yes, the reason she doesn't stop going to school was for anxiety reasons, but then she gets very comfortable also being home. And she gets her own little routine of being home. So then it's like, you know, everybody's baby in her, right? Because everybody's sensitive. Everybody has, you know, you got to be real sensitive nowadays and you got to be, you know. So everybody coddles her. And so no one's really making her feel the pressure to go to school either. You know? Mm-hmm. It's one of those catch-22 things. It's like, yes, she's not going to school because of her condition, but she's also not going to school because why would she? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no yeah, one's I get that. making her feel bad about going. If anything, everybody's bending over backwards even more to accommodate her, and she's still not going. So I said right. to her, listen, she, she mentioned Animal Crossing at dinner one night, and I said, listen to me, you can only have one town per switch, you know? Oh, right. Yes. I forgot and you know, that in that particular, yes, I bet Animal Crossing is well worth it to get tangibly for that reason. And I am an Animal Crossing guy. I've been playing it since the GameCube. So I always have bought it since the GameCube. So I know I'm playing it. So if she's going to play it, she can't play it on the same Switch. So right. I said to her, from starting now, this was on like a Friday night or something. I said, if you don't miss school until the release date of Animal Crossing, I go, I will buy you a Switch and I will buy you Animal Crossing. That was the deal. Gotcha. She loves like teal. That's her favorite color. So they have that like coral color Switch light, which mm-hmm. is basically tail. So I was like, I'll get you that tail Switch and I'll get you a copy of Animal Crossing. She's like, oh, bet. It's like, I'm not missing school. And then she proceeded not to go to school. <laughs> right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she had the nerve to ask me if she could still get it. And I was like, no, you're not getting it. You out of your mind? She goes, yeah, but I'm not in school now. They, they closed it. I go, yeah, but you didn't go when it was open. Right. So uh, I ran out and bought it cartridge form. So when I'm done playing it, I can pop it out and hide it. <laughs> I know that sounds cruel, but it has to be done because we use the same switch and she'll see it on the home screen. She'll see that I've been playing it. She hasn't noticed yet. And she'll, I know she'll go to click on it 
and it will say, you know, sorry, insert the uh, chip there. But yeah, that's what had to be done because if I just if if I downloaded it, she would have started playing it. Like she would just pop it on and like take over my town and play it without me knowing. So I had to buy a cartridge so I can be a cruel parent and take the cartridge with me wherever I go, like gold. <laughs> so she can play it. My buddy said he likes it. He goes, I like it. <laughs> He's just like me. He's like, good move. That's a good move. Yeah, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna side with you as well. Uh... Listen, man, she's 12 and a half. She's savvy. She would figure out that I have it and she'd play it. Ruin fucking my savvy, man. Take they it all are. Yeah, no, but, I'm with you. And I'm almost, <clears throat> I'm almost in a weird, uh, you know, feel bad for saying this, uh, in a weird way, waiting for her to notice it on the screen, <laughs> click on it and it not work. Like I'm waiting for her to come to me and be like, "Hey, what what the what's the deal here? You bought it?" And I'm like, "Oh, I bought it all right." Oh yeah, I did. And I'm playing. Yeah, I did. I am playing it. You could have been playing it too, but you chose other other path. So what's your uh, what's your what's your town's specialty? Is it peaches? Is it cherry? I'm a cherries guy. Cherries well, guy with all, okay. all Animal Crossings. I started my town over. You never go with the first town, the first name, the first villager. Oh? <laughs> no. You, you don't play Animal Crossing. I think we've talked about this before, right? I don't actively play Animal Crossing. Played the GameCube one, though, so I get the drift of it, right? But my draw was always to unlock the uh, old NES yeah. games. No, no. And then they came out with the They really should put those back in just yeah. for, like, that would get someone like me to keep playing. Even if I've already got those games, there was just something so cool about finding them and then just going and playing them uh, for a while. Nintendo does send you a Switch uh, hmm. in, a, in a welcome letter to your town. So you get a little That's fake cool. Switch that you can put in your, your, uh, your little uh, house there. Well, can that fake switch play the fake virtual console? No, it doesn't do anything. You turn it on. It is hilarious. You turn it, it on, and it makes a snap sound, and it mm-hmm. puts on the logo. That's about it, though. Uh, Not even a portrait of newly appointed uh, Indies public relations expert uh, guru John Vignocchi. No. It's just a little switch logo. It makes a snap. I like the snap it makes when I turn it on. Um but yeah, most mostly every Animal Crossing game I've ever started, <clears throat> you know, I make a little dude, I name him, I make the name mm-hmm. of my town, and then I play for an hour, and then I just I I delete it. You learn from your ways and this stuff, you know. You, you realize the way they mm-hmm. say the name of your town. You know, sometimes you have like see, like in this one, you have an island, right? So you make a yep. name where you think it will sound cool when they say so and so island. But then in this game, you realize mm-hmm. they never, ever say the word island. They don't say it. So whatever name you pick, it's just the name they say, and you go, that don't sound right. So you have to include the word island or, or isle <laughs> or something in your name in order for them to say it. And that doesn't sound like a lot, Fred. But uh, when you're, you're thinking about a town that you're going to be in for a long time, you need it to be properly displayed on the screen every time you see it. And that's my island would be named Maui. No. Well, my first town got erased, and now I'm happy that Sega Falls is. Uh, oh, I love it. 
Because <laughs> before you'd write Sega because you think they're going to say Sega Island. Sega but Island, But then they never yeah. say it. And they just, well, it was Genesis Island. Because I figured we're going Which all in. Which is actually, yeah, right? That's that's biblical, yes, basically. Of course it was. It was beautiful. Uh, but then they never said it. And they just, they would always say, welcome to Genesis. Hope you enjoy your time in Genesis. And I was like, I don't like that. It's not good. Uh-uh. Yeah, welcome to that's Genesis okay. Airport. Ugh, gross. So, and then you can't write Genesis Island because you can't fit that many characters in your name. You see? Yep, I see. And then I named my guy Rob, which I never use Rob, my real name. I always use trees for everything mm-hmm. in video game f- land. You know, it's, it's my one alias I have that I use. It's like my one little character. You know? I'm always Durf in everything I'm in. What are you? Durf. <laughs> Durf? Yeah, it's Fred backwards. And the reason I do Durf <laughs> is because, the uh, aside from my wife, the hottest woman I've ever met, uh, the first day I met her was like, you're fun. We're going to be friends. And I'm going to call you Durf from, the, from that point mm-hmm. on. And we actually became close friends mm-hmm. she continued to call me derf and she uh um met somebody that i was friends with um uh, and dated him through uh through i believe i introduced them but i could be wrong about that i don't remember anymore but anyway they're now happily married oh. which is awesome like that's the story you want yeah. because i did meet this individual after I don't know if my wife and I were engaged yet, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're hot, and yeah, you've got a really cool personality, but I'm set in my ways. I don't know what it's like to date you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, People will understand this if you're married or have dated someone for a long time. Just because somebody's attractive and has a lot in common with you, that's the beginning. you know. And so, like, yeah, I had no interest in pursuing this person. So it was cool that we became like good friends, and then she got married, and this and that. Then all that tension's gone, and then you guys can just go on being annoyed friends, annoying friends with each other. And it was really funny, because then she moved to Chicago, and I moved to Kansas, and that was that. <laughs> Friend, you don't have to explain. Anyway, Durf. I go by Durf. <laughs> you don't have to explain your almost cheating. Sorry. Cheating on your I always over You don't have to overcompensate. We understand. Yeah, I know. I know. My first, but anyway, I go by Durf. My, uh, my, one of my first serious girlfriends, the one that went on to become a whore and call her friend okay. Sarah and Jenna, that one. Yeah, yeah, went on yeah, to yeah. sip wine and call her friend Sarah. Uh, when uh-huh. I first met her, I, I was probably 20, I think, mm-hmm. and she was – what 18 or right at, you know she's obviously going right into college but she had yeah. been taking french when i met her and she was i told you at the time like a kooky alternative girl before there was the term alternative so yeah when you meet someone like that like you just said it's very like intoxicating to meet someone like that and she called mm-hmm. me robert ah that's all she the target the day type. one she met me she called me robert you know french and it, mm-hmm. it was magical until you realize uh, she was evil and a horrible person. But anyways. Uh, I mean, if you want to know how that all plays out, you can just see, just, just go watch Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> that's about, that's about accurate. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So anyways, I, I, my first character's name was Rob. He lived in uh, Genesis. This wasn't good. I didn't like it. And then I put my, my tent in the wrong, the spot. Too oh, quick fuck. when I realized yeah, I, I could have put it with a over. waterfall backdrop. And I was like, oh, oh I yeah. screwed this all up. So I started over and now I am trees and I live in Sega Falls. 
which I think has Sega? a nice ring to it. Oh, Sega Falls is like the best island you've ever been to. Yes. It can double up as the name of a sitcom. It might be a murder mystery. There's a lot going on in Sega Falls. I like everything you've done. Thank there. you. Uh, yeah. And I will say, uh, for anybody else listening who who plays Animal Crossings, and, and I'm sure if you are, then you already have this, but I will say uh, I'm still in the early stages. As you know, you build your way up until it gets better and better and bigger and bigger as you go along. This is a fantastic Animal Crossing, Fred. I don't know if you heard heard it through the grapevine yet, but uh, some have said the best. It is uh, really goddamn good. They they have made some quality of life improvements in this that at first people were upset about, but now as I'm playing it, I'm like, one, it's hard to picture it without it. Mm-hmm. By that I mean sort of like the the basic crafting and stuff, and it what you did before because there's not much to do in animal crossing right it it, it very it, it's this the very first mobile is, game ever yeah. invented as in yeah you do a little yeah. bit and then you turn it off and then you have to yeah. come back later and do a little bit more turn it off you know it's probably you, why i've not gotten into it um so they had the, the new things in this game um there's one everybody gets an island before you you go to town people are talking like it's a big deal it's really the same except you're on an island like it's it's really the same right. beginning instruct before where you arrive by a bus and then later on you arrive by a train you're, you're always arriving by a different mode of pa- transportation and they're like here's your new place go do shit uh, you're basically doing that here except you arrive by plane and Tom looks like here's an island and you have two neighbors right. and then you're basically doing the same shit you always did uh, you know working your way up. Uh, the funniest thing that I love is uh, you know, you get your tent and you get some gifts. You set up your tent, you get some neighbors, and then uh, you do some stuff. And then uh, Tom Nook goes, uh, now that you're settled, uh, here's your itemized bill for your uh, plane ride in your uh, island package with your tent. And you owe me this much money. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that guy. I love Tom Nook's a straight shooter. Even him. though he's an ass about it, he's a straight shooter. Um, so he gives you in the beginning now as sort of a menu your menu system. He gives you uh, a Nook a Nook phone, his very own Nook phone, mm. mm-hmm. uh, and it has all the apps on it, which is pretty neat. Like he's always installing new apps on it, and basically the app is all obviously like it has holds all your recipes, your friends list. Uh, all types, you know, your, your um, what do you call that? Your encyclopedia for all the critters you find. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has a new thing called Nook Miles, the Nook Mile Nook program, Miles. Okay. which is another form of currency. So you got your bells, as you know, you, you right. sell bells is the, the well, staple. Now you use this Nook phone, and it basically just has little mini missions collect 10 bugs, collect, uh, you know, sell this much worth of shit, uh, plant a tree. Um, and there's, they're, they're, they're basically achievements. So you get a little badge for doing a lot of things. And then mm-hmm. there's basically mini, mini ones, like I just said, for like catching fish and stuff. And you're awarded these miles. And then you can use the miles to buy stuff. Uh, and mostly use them to buy addition to your phone, upgrades to your phone or um, Nook Inc. Uh, clothing. 
which I think is hilarious. So you can fully deck yourself out in Nook Inc. Uh, logos from head to toe, which I want to do someday because I think it's hilarious. Um, yeah, that seems fantastic. <laughs> I, I ordered a Nook a Nook Inc. hat that will be arriving tomorrow. Great. Ooh, I like that. Very excited. Um, and otherwise than that, it, it's your basic Animal Crossing fare is you just, uh, you know, your first task is to pay off your tent, you know, and you do that by selling fruit, catching fish, catching bugs, you know. The difference here is now you have to craft shit, whereas before you would buy it, right? Everything eventually would be in the store or you mm-hmm. would kind of cross-pollinate with other players, you know. <clears throat> mm. Um, and this one, um, yeah, you earn blueprints, you find them in messages and bottles, you find blueprints, you earn blueprints from doing little stupid little tasks. Um, cause now when you shake a tree or you chop at a tree, wood pops out of it instead of just, you know, acorns and stuff falling that used to happen, sticks or whatever. Now you actually have to try get some wood. Uh, the stuff you knock out of rocks, you know, ore. Now you get like silver ore and stuff that you need to craft stuff. So I don't know. It just adds a whole new element. So now you can craft your own furniture and stuff, which I think is kind of neat. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I know none of this. It's not lost on me, Fred, that none of this appeals to you. But I'm listening. Like, I'm diligently listening. These games have never appealed to you. I know this is, like, torture. I wouldn't say this is torture, because I'm genuinely interested, because I'm... So here's the thing. Like, experiences that aren't for me, if I don't listen to people talk about them and and hear what people like and don't Mm -hmm. like about them, then then this is just, like, something that, like, doesn't exist. I listen... So here's here's the... the thing you should know. I listened to the recent Retronauts on Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have no appeal for it, but it was an it was an entertaining show, and the same is true here. Like while I'm not that interested in making furniture, like I get the appeal. Mm-hmm. I get what's going on here. I hear you. I hear you. A tour of Sega Falls would be dope. Well, they have an airport now, and just like the other games, Ooh. you can go and open your gates online while you're playing around and, and if there's people on my friends list and I know there's a few mm. people on the friends list playing it. Um any day she's playing it. Los is of course yeah. Los is playing it. Um Jen from yeah. uh, uh Future Isle? Monkeys there, she's playing it. So uh there's a bunch of people. I've left my gates open. No one's come. And I've searched for my friends' gates open. No one's opened their gates yet. Because everybody's in the earth you don't want to show your town off yet. You wait till you get a little yeah, gangster with your town before you open those gates. <laughs> Doesn't Animal Crossing need a good, like, 40, 50 days simmer before it's really ready to go? Well, what's funny, uh, if you, <clears throat> you want to open your gates um, to anybody, mm-hmm. so it's like friends, local play, if you're sitting next to on a couch, or anybody. And the way the anybody thing works is the airport is run by a bunch of dodo birds, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's dodo airlines. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. See, it's man. that shit that that's that's the charming part. Yes, yes, it is. And um, <laughs> they go, even though we're flightless, our planes are not. It's amazing. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so, okay, okay, I'm almost I'm almost ready to buy and, this uh, game. So they give you a dodo code, right? 
and basically you give that code to somebody and they can punch it in. So I was on the the, the Dodo Code uh, subreddit. Uh, okay, I was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I I see why this needed an intro though. <laughs> you can't just waltz in and be like, "So I was on the Dodo Code subreddit." <laughs> oh, I can say it. I just did. <laughs> And uh, so people posted their dodo codes up there, but the problem that I never, I never posted mine because uh, someone would post it and then like <laughs> they said they'd go, and the line would be like out the door for the airport. <laughs> Looks like a fucking Costco. Because it would be it would be basically a queue of all the people trying like waiting to go into that person's town. Right, and the person's town would just like shut down. It would like lock up, <laughs> and the whole everybody would just get booted, and this shit would reset. Because <clears throat> I guess when you're in someone's town, right, you can mm-hmm. send messages out and shit. You can pull up your little phone, and you can see who's in your town. And if and this would happen on the DS too. If someone's in your town and you pulled up the menu it would like stutter up like it would have trouble communicating like it would get all messed up for a little bit so you can imagine right. a bunch of people in your town and trying to go in your town like a lot and they all have the the little nook phone open i guess it was just like someone posted a picture of the little dodo at the <laughs> at the <laughs> desk the flight desk there help desk is like oh we're experiencing weird interference from the tower <laughs> <laughs> Which basically That's means great. shit, something's fucking broken. That's fantastic. And the gate and everybody would get booted and stuff. So, anyways, <laughs> that's a dodo code. You can you can <clears throat> enter those. You can throw those out there for people. So you know, I haven't tried that yet. So I haven't been to anybody's town yet. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm in the early early stages. So in the beginning, what's different is you do get to pick your setup for the island. They give you like four choices. Of like you know the way the rivers are and the lakes and stuff. So you know you pick your own. You can pick northern or southern hemisphere. And I guess it changes the fruit and trees and sort of like you know general atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so the difference here is I'm on sort of like a little. I'm basically my my section of land is separated from the rest of the island by a river. Mm-hmm. And so I'm grinding right now because I'm. In the old games, you could craft like a bridge, which I'm sure you can craft little bridges eventually, so I can open up the rest of that island for more people and stuff, and expand right. my buildings. But I, I actually have a blueprint right now, like a tent that I can lay down that will set up the museum. And if you, I don't know if you know this, but there's a museum that because eventually you start collecting dinosaur bones and fish and bugs, and you, I've I've definitely seen, yeah, yeah. And you know me, I love filling out collections. So that is a big yes. deal for me to like put that down. But I don't want to put the museum down yet where I'm at because there's not enough room. It'd be too crowded. I'm waiting till I can build uh-huh. a bridge so I can put the museum out in the bigger pot. Makes sense. So right, I mean, think about where museums are, right? You put them kind of out in the open so that they can be a centerpiece yes. and uh, thrive. So I'm hoping... You don't squeeze it in next to the gas because station. because they gave me this tent to put down. I'm just hoping it's not something that's a barrier to opening up like the next wave of things. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Yes. So I'm just holding on to this tent and I'm just grinding away, waiting, trying to see if I'm uh, going to get the option to build the bridge 
If not, I'm gonna have to right. plop this museum down somewhere and uh, see if that furthers furthers me along. But um, <clears throat> yeah, and I'm super early in the game. But uh, if you're an Animal Crossing guy, man, uh, yeah, this seems like it might be one of the the best ones. And it, look, nice. and it looks fantastic, by the way. I haven't talked about that, but just the graphics. Um, oh, yeah. Look really, really good. You can see the fuzz. You can see the fuzz on Tom Nook's head. <laughs> like when the Pokemon movie came out and people were used to seeing them as real things. Like, oh, that's right. Weird. It's weird to see that Tom Nook's sort of fuzzy. Right? Because they've always been such. Right, because he's always been like so shiny and well, they're, slick. Not only that, but they've always been very. Uh, I don't want to say like South Parkish, but they're very flat, right? I mean, yeah, they, they're sure. 3D, but they're sure. also the, the color palettes and stuff are very flat. And this one, everything looks so 3D ish. Like even the trees, like the, the every single leaf, like, like rustles in the wind. Like mm-hmm. it's cool to like, right? like the water looks sort of real now instead of like just cartoon blue. You know, it actually like the ripples and stuff look like real water, and it's like, well, it's kind of odd. It's a, it's weird to get used to, you know. Yeah, and seeing a fuzzy Tom Nookhead <clears throat> is uh is, is cool. And uh, I'm sure I have more on this as, as the weeks go by because when I sneak my Animal Crossing. When I sneak my playtime, yeah, like at, past your daughter, yeah, past my stepdaughter. What are you doing in the closet? Nothing. I'm looking for something. <laughs> what are you doing? You've been down there in the basement. I thought you were doing the laundry. I am. I'm just I am. special kind of laundry. <laughs> Anyways, man, I know that's boring for anybody who doesn't play Animal Crossing. That, that was just a whole boring chunk of talk. Well, I just I just imagined you just now. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Halloween, the original Halloween? Yeah. I imagined you playing Animal Crossing in your closet in the Switch. I don't even know if you have that kind of closet. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she comes looking for you. Yeah. She's like, are you in there? And you just like say nothing. She keeps trying to rattle it open. And you're just sitting there crying like, don't let her find me. Yeah. I'll let them play, <laughs> I'll find me playing beach volleyball on that thing before I let them find me playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, I'm just playing uh, this. Beach volleyball. Better paradise. No, yeah. <laughs> Just playing that. I was playing Animal Crossing. Anyways, <laughs> that's what I. That's really all I've been doing. I haven't had much time this week with with all that's going on. The sit down for. I mean, more. more uh, obviously, I've played more Call of Duty, but we've already talked about that. I played more Warzone, mm-hmm. uh, and that's still a good time, man. They they added solos, like I think I mentioned, right? Yeah. Right as we're doing the show, so they entered solos, which I like, but it kind of took away that tension of. Uh, of like, should I shoot at this person? Are they with a group or not? I kind of like that tension of being alone, and you know, but, right? But you can still play it. Like it's still there. High you risk, can still go into either one if you want. <clears throat> still good. Right. That's still yeah, just uh, more options. Very well done. That game. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It seems like that's catching on. I don't know if you saw the news stories, but uh, even though you know, yes, people are home, and it's doing gangbusters in a uh, number of concurrent players. Uh, something gives me the impression that maybe the numbers wouldn't be as high, but I think sure. the story would still be the same if people were allowed to go outside. I think, I think it's also um, <clears throat> uh, important to note that because everybody's playing, uh, I have noticed 
uh, several like me being booted off, out of rooms and booted off Xbox Live and odd little issues here and there, which sure. I think is just because everybody's goddamn playing like <laughs> more than the trees. <laughs> right now, I don't run into any playback problems because all of my stuff, even though I have some streaming mm-hmm. services, all of my internal stuff is the Plex server. So it's an internal streamer. So it's unaffected by the internet. And almost everything I have is on disk. Oh. So Whoa. I have. I'm. This is the one time we're having the physical media is very useful yeah. for me right now. But yeah, just but. in general, Call of Duty. Like I was, I was doing really good there the night, and also it just everything. It got real framey. Everything started jumping mm-hmm. around, and uh, this happened a few times. And then I just got booted, and it was like Xbox Live is not responding. Yes, but a few times it's been real jumpy, like laggy. And I think it's just because so many people are on it at once. More, I believe more so. More than usual. There's sometimes regional issues with internet, but I would only count those if you have previously had problems with the internet. If you've never had problems, now would be a weird time for it to really cave under the... Mm, and I'm hardwired in. I'm Well, hardwired, but... Then if you're on a yeah, wired connection, I yes. really wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. But... So. Anyways, what have you been doing, man? Enough about me talking. I know you had a busy... Oh, sounds no, like you no, had okay. a lot of stuff going on. Uh, well, I played a lot of games, but uh, again, uh, not too much to... Like I said, uh, there's not too much discussion points. And the good news is these are all known quantities. Mm-hmm. So actually, like I said, actually, let me take that back. Less explaining what's going on with these and more discussion points, I think I would say. So first and foremost, I've picked my next topic for lecture two. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. And here's why. Yes. Here's why. Uh, I've done Sonic shows. I, I am fascinated by the history and pop culture of Sonic. I always have been. And anybody who's listened to the GH101 days, I did with two wild Scottish men, <laughs> Scotsmen, if you will, Andy and Allie from uh, 42 Level 1, which I do believe still exists today. Um they're massive Sonic fans and early into Gaming History 101, so it'll be early in the feed if you go look. We did uh, the History of Sonic Parts 1 and 2. The 2D games, then the 3D games. And the 3D game starts with an hour-long, I think those shows are three hours apiece, and, e- and the 3D one starts with an hour-long explanation as to why we have no Sonic games between Sonic uh, 3 and... Um, uh, no real Sonic games. And then the next one is Sonic Adventure. We skip an entire generation of consoles and stuff. Two, if you count the 32X. Um, but, Trees, I've never really played many Sonic games. Played Sonic 1 when it came mm-hmm. out. Played Sonic 2 when it came out. You know, I got a Genesis, got Sonic 1 with it. Uh, found Sonic 1 to be quite hard back when I was a kid. And uh, kind of gave up on it on, what is it called? Brain Crank Zone or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's six worlds. It's it's World 5. That's usually where people really get fucked over. A lot of people sometimes do... I know it was Casino Night in the second mm-hmm. game, but I forgot what m- world it is. And even though I just played it, because I'm about to talk about Sonic... Um, <clears throat> I forgot what name it's called in it's it's World Three in in Sonic the Hedgehog, but often it's I think it's the third world in both games, and that's usually where the non diehards mm-hmm. quit. Um, so I'm going back and playing Sonic One uh, from scratch. And trees, I do have a flash card. I have a Mega Drive MD. Although I do own Sonic, and everybody kind of laughs at that because if you have a Genesis, it it probably came with it, even if you uh, bought that used. Mm. <laughs> 
<clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> so I'm using that. And trees, I've always struggled with. Uh, so, you know, in Sonic 1, if you have 50 co- uh, rings, not coins, rings, at the end of a level, there's the 3D ring you can jump into, and then you go into the bonus worlds. And these are like weird pinball things. They just rotate and you don't want to hit the exit and you have to find the Chaos Emeralds. That's how you get the Chaos Emeralds in the first one. And I always remember, because remember that background that changes that's fish and birds and it's like psychedelic 3D. I've always been fascinated by that. (laughs) But I suck at those bonus worlds. And I had never gotten too far. And so I was like, and I, I thought there were seven Chaos Emeralds. I come to find out there's only six in Sonic 1 and here's how I know. So Trees, I played the other night. Mm -hmm. Instead of playing any games, I needed a break from Doom Eternal, which I'll get to in a minute. And I played Sonic 1. And I just sat down. I always use my flash cart because it's already plugged in. I booted up American Sonic 1 and just started playing it. And I had the best game of my life, Trees. (laughs) I got all the way through the first four worlds. So I'm at the beginning of the fifth world. And in uh, you know, there's there's three levels in each world, and the third level is a boss battle. So you really can only get two chaos emeralds per world, and right, you'd have to do it in the first three worlds if you're a perfect mm-hmm. run. You know, I did that. I got all six chaos emeralds in a perfect run. Yeah. No funny business or anything. No maps. No anything. Just played organically and just was fucking Tommy. Nailed this. I was playing extremely conservatively, I should also add, though. Um, The other thing that probably helped me is, you probably know this, if you collect 50 rings in that bonus world, you get a continue, Mm -hmm. which I'm told is much more useful later on when you're trying to get through the game. I was not gunning for the 50 rings, because oftentimes while you're trying to collect those, you can miss out on the bonus stage. So I was always looking straight for the Chaos Emerald and collecting it as fast as I could. I did manage to collect two continues. Uh, no, maybe three continues in this time period. There you go. So I am now at the beginning of the fifth world. I got two worlds to go, counting the fifth world. And I was doing perfect. But I looked down and it was 12.48 a.m. And I was tired and I had to work. I think this was Sunday night. And I was like, I have to stop. <clears throat> well, the Mega SD does have a save slot feature. Like a flash, like a flash or like an emulator, like a save state feature. Mm-hmm. And so you can just push up and start. You get a menu and you just save your state. And it just holds it there. And I can come back to it whenever I want to. Some may view this as cheating. To me, that's just a convenience that would have been in that game had it exi- had had that been a thing back then. But remember, this was 91 and it was probably designed in 90. So, but yeah, so I saved my state. I haven't gone back to it. I'm going to. I might. I was thinking about going back to it tonight, but I might be too tired after this. Um, but yeah, I just have this killer game of Sonic the Hedgehog one, <laughs> where I've got the six Chaos Emeralds, which is the only way to get the good ending at the end of the game. Um, I think I've beaten the game before and gotten the bad ending, where Robotnik is just sitting there uh, juggling the Chaos Emeralds at yeah, you, yeah. laughing. <laughs> so, um, and so uh, I, I am on track to get the good ending. Um, I won't use the save states to cheat my way if I die or anything like that. And I have died a couple of times, but I think right now I've got like eight lives and I've got the three continues. Nice. And I remember this game gets really fucking hard at this point though. Cause I think I'm in the brain crank zone or whatever. And then the last one is like, you know, space right. obviously. So things are going to get fucking real. 
Um, but I'm there, there so we'll see. I don't remember uh, Sonic games that much, which is, believe it or not. Same thing with me, which is why I'm going back. Yeah, I don't remember Sonic 1 that much. Most of my memory is Sonic 2. Sonic 3, I don't remember at all. If I've even played it, I would have outgrown. Uh, well, I remember Sonic 3 was two games. It was Sonic and Knuckles, and then you'd buy Sonic 3, and you would latch Sonic and Knuckles in there. And together, well, and actually, I think if you latch Sonic and Knuckles in there, it wouldn't bring them together anyway. You'd basically have to complete, I think what you had to do is you had to complete Sonic and Knuckles, then you would latch Sonic 3 on there, but it didn't like merge them together. It just lets you import that save from Sonic and Knuckles into Sonic 3, which lets you carry it through and get the true ending to Sonic 3. Yeah, I don't even know, but I I don't, I think I was past Genesis by the time Sonic 3 came out. Well, definitely yes, past Sonic yeah. by then. Um, Sonic 2, I have the most memory. And, and now with my son, I've seen the first two levels of Sonic 2 so many goddamn times because Green Hill and that's his attention span. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he plays Tails and like he's getting a little better of like just keeping up with me. Mm-hmm. But again, he's only three and a half. He's not even four. You know what I mean? So he really can't yep. jump around and figure out how to do that stuff but um yeah by the time we get to that the chemical zone there the second one he's, he's like done he wants yeah he wants his way it gets real so i'm going to play sonic 2 i'll try to get it to completion mm-hmm. i do not think i've got the skills to get the seven chaos emeralds and unlock supersonic and do all that but i'll try now when you do um, the lecture series because you're doing it you know you said you did, mm-hmm. did it a long time ago you talked about it but now this is the modern one are you going all the way up to modern movie Sonic and the success of the the Sonic movie? I think I want to, mm-hmm. but, and so the way the lecture series works, it, it varies. Um, but what I want to do is a mix of development and um, gameplay. And in order to do that, I don't see how you can knock out in an hour mm-hmm. to 90 minutes any more than the first four games if you count Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 3 as two different Are you games. Gonna do, uh, <clears throat> you're going to talk about Sonic Adventure 2 and why it's so goddamn expensive on the, on eBay and I can't get one? You're it is. That? Last time I looked, it was Sonic, Sonic Adventure 2 on Dreamcast. Yeah. Okay, so it's probably because that's the only like untainted version of Sonic Adventure 2. All the other versions are derived from that deluxe edition from GameCube, and there's something people hate about it. I've never played Sonic Adventure 1 or 2. I played the first one. Gotcha. And I do. I have Sonic Adventure 1 mm-hmm. on the Dreamcast. And I can play Sonic Adventure 2 on the Dreamcast, but this is where I do that legal gray area. I own Sonic Adventure 2... Um, on PSN, and then I rebought it on Steam mm-hmm. when I wanted to do this. So I've bought it twice. Sega's gotten my licensing money twice recently. Um, and I downloaded a pirated copy of Sonic Adventure 2 mm-hmm. and will probably play the Dreamcast version because everyone says that vanilla version's the best. But I'm guessing that's why it's expensive. Yeah. Every time I look at it, it's like but. 50 to like $150. What's going on with the Sonic okay. Adventure 2? I don't even remember. Maybe Sonic Adventure out. 2 wasn't that popular because it got ported to GameCube very shortly afterwards. Like Dreamcast died, mm-hmm. and then it was on Sonic Adventure 2. One didn't go to Dreamcast, I don't believe. It, Maybe it, it has did, a badass cover. That's why I like it. Yeah. That, what's yeah, the, with, the, with, the uh, black and red hedgehog's name? 
Is that Knuckles? Is that Knuckles? I thought Knuckles was all red. Uh, Shadow. It's Shadow. Shadow. Uh, Knuckles is all red. Yeah, it's Shadow. It's him and Shadow on the cover. It's pretty badass, but, you know. Maybe it's not even Shadow, actually, now that I think about it. Because Shadow the Hedgehog, wasn't he introduced in his own? And that was before Sonic, or that was after Sonic Adventure. I don't know. I'll have to play the game to find out who the fuck that is. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, but I know um, when I rented the Dreamcast, the system, when you we talked mm-hmm. about this before, when you could rent systems before the release, it set them up, mm-hmm. and it came in like a, a bulletproof briefcase. It came with Sonic Adventure, the play, as like a you know the game you could play with it. So I remember playing that. Oh, the lecture series will also include Sonic CD for that first one because Sonic CD is mm-hmm. Yuji Naka's version of what Sonic Two should have been, and then uh, right, yeah, I believe that's what it some was. people say it's one of the best Sonics. Right, because I think it was Sonic CD came out after Sonic 2, but Sonic CD was designed in conjunction with Sonic 2, and I thought it was what Yuji Naka was going to do, but it might have been just the Sonic 1 team and mm-hmm. Yuji Naka used STI. I got to go back into the development of it, but it Sonic CD is really Sonic 2 alternate, right? It's, uh, it's the alternative version of what Sonic 2 could have been. Mm. So, Are you going to play um, Sonic Yeah, Boom? so I definitely got to do that. So I do want to play all of the games. Um, and I do want to kind of just do them back to back. Whether or not the lecture series will go for it, I don't mm-hmm. know. So here's what I'm kind of going to do is, and, and you kind of, I you may know this from my podcasting days, but at the end of Sonic's lecture series, I'm going to say, do you want me to keep going or do you want me to do something different? And if people don't answer, I'll probably keep going. Mm. <laughs> And people probably won't answer, so I'll probably keep going. Um, but ideally, I'll knock out um, second generation and the major problems of uh, Sonic in a second lecture, which will probably go all the way up to the 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog, which, yes, I've played. Um, and then probably wrap up with the more modern Sonic, where it's kind of hit or miss, right? Modern Sonic, I've heard, is hit or miss. I've played some of those games. And I'm eager to play Generations. I'm eager to play Forces because apparently it's like not terrible, but not great. And I do have Sonic Unleashed with the Werehog and I have Sonic Boom, Rise of the Lyric. I have all those. So The Werehog. (laughs) I've never played the Werehog one, but that shit was on sale on Xbox Live for like $5.99 once and it's backwards compatible. And I was Mm. like, fine, just pick it up in case I want to play it. I I think I looked up GameStop and it was like $19.99 there. And I was like, 20 bucks is too much for any Sonic game. Fuck that. (laughs) Werehog. Werehog. Anyway. So anyway, but yeah, I played Sonic One and a little bragging there. Got the six Chaos mm-hmm. Emeralds. Uh, was gonna grab a screenshot, but they don't tell you real quick. And I didn't know when I got the six. I didn't know that was all six until later. I looked it up. But uh, next up, I played The Last of Us. Wrapped it up. I don't. I don't know if you remember, but I was playing. Um, sorry, I was checking the time. Right. We might be. We might go a little long here, That's but fine. this won't take too much. Go long. Played The Last of Us. Um, I've been playing each season. So I started it last summer. Mm-hmm. And now I've played it each season all the way up and until spring now. Nice. What a dismal fucking game to play, uh, given what's going on right now. However, I knew this going into it because spring is short. In fact, when you play those per seasons, you really realize how the first half of that game is summer. And then... Um, okay, you sent something. Oh, sorry um, about that. The f- Oh, no, no, you're good. The first half of... I just sent you that dope-ass Dreamcast cover for 
Tiger in the two. Yeah, with the that maybe I don't think that is Shaq. I don't know, I but don't that's know. a badass fit. I want that that case. Yeah, and that's the cover I was envisioning. So yeah, that's oh, the yeah. one I'm thinking. Lasso. Of. Sorry about um, no, no, no. Uh, so yeah, like when so I played Summer, and it's like a huge long sequence that's like eight to ten hours, and then you go back and play fall winter and spring and each like i think fall is is kind of long it's like three to five hours Mm -hmm. and then winter is like two to three hours and then spring is like i only played that game once like i played through it once okay what season was it with the would you meet uh the older brother and the younger brother I believe that's still part of summer. And you're hanging out like in the apartment building. Yes, that's still part of summer, actually. Yes. Bum me out so much. (laughs) That whole sequence with those brothers. Bum me out in a way that a video game hasn't bummed me out in a long time when I played that. that. opening, that opening, especially with, you know, my situation, with with all of our situations, like, yeah, it's just like, whoa. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I would recommend anyone going back and playing Last of Us 1 from scratch now. I mean, some people will be able to, uh, but it can be hard right now. Mm. And uh, on top of that, you got Last of Us 2 coming, which is why I was doing it, was to slow trickle out. So I'm ready for Last of Us 2 because I'll definitely play that when it comes out. Um, and I ain't dealing with supply chain bullshit. <laughs> like, I'm I'm just I'm just buying digital. It's fine. Um, and, and praying that maybe Sony does entitlements the same way Xbox One xbox will which i doubt sony will and maybe if i'm lucky the ps5 version that's a remaster won't i won't have to rebuy it but i probably will anyway um but yeah so it did bum me out and then i went back in the fall right and went to go play play it and right at the beginning you're right after that sequence and i was like oh what was going on before oh shit that's right and it bummed me out again right as i was starting at fall because in in fall you're basically getting to the water treatment right, yep. water treatment plant. That's the beginning of it. So, um, and then winter is pretty distinguishable because of all the snow and your Ellie. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not a huge spoiler for people. <laughs> and then um, spring is basically end game. And if you remember the end of that game, it does that. But I also did the DLC, which is called Left Behind. Did you ever play no, that? I did it. Okay. So I played that and it's like a cross cut. What it really does, I always thought it was like a prequel and technically it is, but what it really does, Trees, is it tells you Ellie's story before she, uh, like when this shit breaks out, but it's not, it's it's post-infection, so it's post-summer. So it's really the story of what Ellie was up to almost immediately prior to meeting Joel. Mm. Like, they bleed together, you know what I mean? Because that shit goes down in summer, and you meet Ellie in summer. So, you know, like, the the outbreak has already happened when you start with Left Behind. Mm. So it's got to be within a relative period of time. Um, But you're also cross-cut with you being in um, a mall with Joel... After he, after the events that take place at the end of fall, before you take over in winter, so it tells what basically happened or a portion of what happened between um, what happens in fall and winter, and you are not told that part of like 
how Ellie and Joel handled that situation. Mm -hmm. So this tells that story as well. Um, And I see why people liked it. It's very telly. It's a, it's a great movie piece. You have almost no gameplay and the gameplay that's there is pretty tiresome. Hmm. It's bad scenarios using a, uh, you know, combat that a lot of people didn't go for, but see, I like the combat in last of us and I like the sneaking around in Mm -hmm. last of us. And so if you're looking for a lot of that, it's not really there. And so everybody's like, best DLC ever. And to a certain extent, I'm like, yeah, I mean, the character development and the story is incredible. It's just, you're not doing much. You're kind of in autopilot. Mm -hmm. So if that's what you're looking for, cool. And it came free with the remastered. And a lot of people got the remastered with PlayStation Plus. (laughs) So it's worth just, if you don't want to go back to everything, just going back to that and learning the story. I downloaded it. When it was on PlayStation, I think that story is worth seeing. Mm. Um, and if people want to know how long it is, a couple hours. Yeah. It's it's a one sitting thing. Sit down with a Mountain Dew or a couple beers and uh, knock it nice. out. You know, um, and you're not rushing to knock it out. Again, it's very well paced. That's why I said it. Like the combat scenarios shouldn't take you too long. So since it's mostly cutscenes and stuff, you know, and, and interactions. There's a lot of interactions, story based interactions. They do so. Um, so I knocked that out ready for the sequel when it comes out. Um, then I did the resident evil three demo. Mm -hmm. So that demo's out now. Everybody can download it. Introduces you to nemesis. Did you get chased a lot? No. So do you want me to spoil like what's in the demo? Yeah, I'm not, I'm probably not going to play it. Okay, demo's half an hour, way shorter than a lot of people did with the Resident Evil 2 demo, although I found the Resident Evil 2 demo to be half an hour as well. I think people found ways to stretch it out, whatever. It's about a half an hour, but it's more paced, it's more targeted, So, um, but it, it it's a good snippet of exactly what you expect. So you wait, you know, it starts out, they've changed the plot a little bit, so you, um, in Resident Evil 3, you meet up with the Umbrella mercenaries, Um Kind of like in the uh, like after you've gone about a quarter to a third of the way through the mm-hmm. game, it looks like you now start out this way. But who knows? Maybe they will just do the intro the same way with Jill, and they absolutely could. But the demo starts out you've already met up with them, and uh, you're going topside, and your job is to kind of because uh, you're in a train and now there's a bunch of commuters. It was abandoned in the original game. And so you're trying to restore the commuter train so that you, they can get these visitors to safety and you've got a way to get to your rendezvous point, both yours and the stars or and the mercenaries for Umbrella's rendezvous point, even though you guys are not trying to meet up with the same people. You're trying to meet up with Chris in the beginning of this. So you get out, uh, they let you play with a couple blocks of Raccoon City. Um, makes no surprise to me that they've completely redone it, but it gives you a good feel for the fact that zombies will jump out anywhere. You are not shooting to kill in this game. You get more ammo, but just like Resident Evil 2 Remake, the zombies can take a lot more damage. And if you're trying to kill, fuck mm. that. They're making it right now, Trees. You're talking sometimes three, five, seven headshots to kill a zombie. And if you just blow out their legs, sometimes it takes three, five, seven leg shots to blow out their legs. Mm. So you've got the combat knife and you can do a lot more combat knifing and stuff like that. Um, It's real easy to get bit in this game. And it was in Resident Evil 2 as well, but like in um, Resident Evil 3, the original, there's a shove off where you shove the zombies off and you can quick dodge. That's not, you do get a quick dodge move, but 
when they grab you, it's kind of like a, a canned animation of them grappling you in. So it's not quite the traditional Resident Evil, like, can we just move the hitboxes enough so that the zombies don't quite grab me or something? So the forgiving nature of Resident Evil 3 is not back here. It's it's going to be less forgiving for people. And I think that's going to frustrate some people. There is an assist mode, though, that's way more liberal and gives you way more ammo and makes it a little more of like the adjustment that Resident Evil 2 to 3 naturally in the old school consoles made. So maybe people will like it. A lot of people are saying, I reran the... I didn't care for the demo much. Reran it with assist mode on, which some people are calling easy mode or baby mode. I get why people are saying that. But let me say right now, and this is kind of my theme for this week, is don't... If you're not having fun with a game because it's too hard, like, drop that shit down. Play the game the way you want to. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Like... If assist mode is what you need to do or what you want to do, go do it. I'm not even completely convinced. I won't. However, I navigated that demo no problem. Mm. Um, But I did find myself kind of frustrated as I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, so they're really going to be senseless with these zombies. I got to be very careful what I'm doing. But you do get a lot of ammo. And so you just kind of run around, you solve some puzzles. And then, of course, at the end, Nemesis shows up and fucks up the whole thing. Um I think people will be surprised with how fast he is because he is faster than you. Um, And he's got tricks up his sleeve. He did not launch rockets at me, but he had the tendrils. So, you know, and people were annoyed by that because it was kind of hard for people to see the tendrils he's got. And they didn't like that, like, they they would, like, hurt him or something. And then they'd run away and he could just catch up immediately. Well, that's how Nemesis is going to run. So get used (laughs) to it. Like, and if you don't like that, then just realize that assist mode apparently makes it easier. Maybe that's what you want to do. Um, and, and don't go too hard on yourself. Make it, make it easy if you need to. Trees, this game is absolutely drop-dead fucking gorgeous. And I've got it on PC, so I hooked my PC up to my 4K. And it's even more pretty than Resident Evil 2, mm. if that's possible. Mm. The details are just so incredible. And I'm going to come out and say it. You know how, like, we always say, like, you can see how, like, certain character models are supposed to be attractive and this and that. And especially since, like, 2013, they've gotten better right. and better. Jill looks like a real-life human yeah. <laughs> being. And I have a turbo crush on whoever Jill is. And I think she's based off of a real human being. Oh, my God. <sighs> just what a, a, a just a, a, an impressive specimen of a human yeah. being. And you know what? Carlos Oliveras, her, her partner in crime... Mm-hmm. If you like that ravishing Spaniard Antonio Banderas with the messy hair, very anime-esque yeah. kind of thing, kind of cowboy bebop-esque, oh, he's a treat for the eyes Maybe. as well. Um, yeah. Fella. Yes, yes, he is. And his accent, oh, fucking, yeah. <laughs> like, I am i wasn't, like, drawn to him, but I'm like, I can see the the lady gamers. If, if Latin men are your mm-hmm. thing, like, I can see him melt, right? Kind of want to call my wife down and be like, what do you think of this guy? That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so it's very impressive. Um, but one thing I'll just say as a side note, I got a little nervous because I was hooking my PC up to my TV And it's not the connection to my TV, I don't believe, um, but I'm using the same, the exact same uninterrupted power supply or UPS over here, Mm -hmm. but there's different shit hooked up to it. 
and um, everything is pretty much the same. But what, for whatever reason, when I would boot up my PC, and I usually hadn't switched over to the display or anything, it would beep four times, which usually suggests a CMOS problem, which will usually prevent your PC from booting. Mm. And then sometimes I was like, maybe I'm misreading it. It's three times and my RAM's having trouble. But again, either way, it would stop it from booting. My PC would boot fine and Device Manager found no problems with it. And when I'd look at the BIOS file, the DAT file said it booted no problem. So I can dig that deep. But sure enough, it would beep four times every time I would do it for the two nights I ran this demo. Because I ran the demo a couple Mm -hmm. of times. And I was worried... And I was like, shit, now I've got to get this repaired. And I don't even know if Micro Center's open. Now I know they are. And I was like, plus, it's going to cost me money. And I don't have time to, you know, I really don't want to spend money right now. So I moved it back into my office. And the thing has no problems. Boots perfectly fine every time. No beeps, no nothing. So there's something with the setup out here that it doesn't like. And I don't know what that is, but I don't have time to worry about it. And it's very cumbersome having my PC hooked up to my TV anyway. Mm-hmm. So I've now full-blown done it, Trees. I'm drawing the fucking line. I'll be getting one of the new consoles. We can talk about it on a different episode, but I think I'm getting the Xbox version because of what they're doing, not because of hardware specs. Um, And my PC is now permanently there. So it's going to be kind of weird because I know, you know, Resident Evil has HDR and everything, but instead I'll be running it on a non-HDR screen, but my PC monitor is high frame rate it's 2k resolution not 4k and it's high frame rate so my pc is permanently embedded in my office as a desktop pc but i use controllers on it as well i'll be doing that with resident Mm -hmm. evil and um hdr through pc is just out it wasn't great supported anyway and now it's just out but uh anyway so there's that too just a little (laughs) side note but so Resident Evil 3 demo, if you're interested in just seeing what that's like and what Nemesis is like, Trees, give her a download. Yeah. It's free. Still doesn't sound uh, like something I would like. If you know it's not, there's no reason to download it. I don't it. like you know being I mean? chased, man. I don't like that pressure. Oh, one other thing is Digital Foundry did a great analysis, and I, I want people to remember this because this will become relevant later, but... Here is a perfect example of why reading these specs on these new consoles doesn't mean shit. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to just see when they come out. And if you're only going to be able to afford to, and this will be most people, if you're only going to be able to afford to buy one, it doesn't matter what the other console is doing because you only own one of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Resident Evil... Three is a perfect example. Uh, Digital Foundry did its analysis. Even though Xbox One X is way stronger than PS4 Pro, they tried to push too much out of it, so this will be relevant soon. It's just going to come down to what developers decide to do with each machine as to which version you should get. So if you are one of those people who are in the luxury situation of having a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X only, and you're trying to pick which version, and you can still change your mind... They saw that the X, they pushed too much out of it, and it it dips in its frame rate because it does a full 4K presentation. It dips in its frame rate. It's trying to get to 60. It dips down to 50 and sometimes 40 and even as low as 30 at times, and its performance just isn't up to snuff, which is completely counter to how it worked on Resident Evil 2 Remake, but Resident Evil 2 Remake did not do true 4K. Over on the PS4 Pro, they're doing 1620p, which is what they did with Resident Evil 2. Performance is solid. Mm. So if you can, if you're going to pick between those two consoles alone, it seems like the performance is best 
if you don't want judders and stuff like that and you want a good solid 60 frames a second to go with PS4 Pro. There you go. If you have vanilla consoles, which I think is your situation where you have PS4 and Xbox mm-hmm. One, they seem to be pretty comparable. You are getting 900p out of Xbox One. You're getting 1080p out of PS4, but they're both hitting their performance metrics no problem. So it seems like Xbox One X is the only exception. If you tend to go X with with everything because it's the stronger console, which is what I usually do, in this particular case, you should go PS4 Pro if you can. If you've already pre-bought it what a, and you can't return it, this is one of the reasons why I say don't pre-buy something digitally. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there was any real pre-order bonuses worth worrying about. Um then I would say, you know, it is what it is and the game will still be enjoyable and it'll still run fine. You just might see some more screen tearing or judders than you'd care for. Um, If the demo was showing performance dips that often, you can watch the Digital Foundry video if you want to see, but if you're seeing that that often in a 20, 30 minute demo, you stretch that out into a 10 to 15 hour game, you know? (laughs) So we'll Mm -hmm. see. I got the PC version long ago. I'll be playing it on PC. Game ran like a dream. I used high settings, and uh, I, basically I did the balance thing, and then I tweaked a couple of the settings for high, and uh, ran at 4K60, no problem. Looked fantastic. Now that I can go to 1440p, so I don't have to run it such a high resolution, I can go to ultra settings, and it'll probably look fantastic again. Um but yeah, just so just letting people know. And the other thing, and this will bleed into Doom Eternal, which is what I'll wrap up with. Doom Eternal turns out that Doom 64 that I thought was so coveted that I was like, they'll probably charge like 20 bucks for or something. And they said they weren't sure they were going to sell it right at the mm-hmm. outset. Turns out Trees Doom 64, they sold for $5 day one. No need to pre-order, guys. There's still no pre-order bonuses under the sun because if it's anything real substantial like Doom 64, they're just not going to let that money sit on the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I pre-ordered from Best Buy. I saw a lot of people complaining about uh, Amazon and Walmart having pre-orders, and I think there was another one too. There was another one. It was Walmart, Amazon, and maybe Target. Pre-orders were not hitting them in time. Uh, for both Animal Crossing and Doom. And I think people didn't think about this at the time, but it was because apparently, that's at least what the retailers are claiming, and I believe Amazon when they were saying it, they were prioritizing necessary goods like food and toilet paper and things like that. Guys, that's just going to happen. And if you want things day one and you absolutely need to fucking positively play it day one, you're going to have to forego your tangibles. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to just start making those decisions as we go into life with COVID-19. Well, you know... uh, have about $58 invested in my pre-order for Final Fantasy Collector's Edition. Mm-hmm. When's that come out? That's supposed to come out on, I think, April 19th, and they and Square said it will not be delayed. Like, it's done. All right. So it will come out, but they warned that tangible copies mm-hmm. may be delayed. So if I were you... Mm-hmm. You can either take that and just buy the digital code straight out right with GameStop, but it's kind of a pain in the ass and they may make you walk up to the store. You may want to just get it in credit and just pre-buy, uh, you know, pre-buy it when it comes out or have the store credit sit. Why the store credit sit there cuz it's a steel book. I want the steel book. Oh, if you want the steel book, just play the waiting game. It'll eventually oh, yeah. come to you. I'll wait. But um so my Doom Eternal did show up on day one. Remember, I was yep. home with my daughter. So it showed up Friday morning at about 10 a.m. And I got to give Best Buy credit. Like, I hadn't really done shipping before. 
they were really good at communicating. It was sent. It, sh- it w- they sent me a thing Thursday night that said we can now confirm it will arrive on time. Right when it got delivered, it said, you know, your package is at the front doorstep due to the circumstance with COVID-19. You know, your shipping person just was asked to leave it at the door Mm -hmm. and not bother you by ringing your doorbell or handing it to you or having, you know, you sign for it unless you explicitly asked for it. And yes, they did explicitly ask me, do you want a signature or not? And so I could have picked Mm -hmm. it. Um, it came in two packages. The steelbook came by itself. Ooh. I was pleased that both packages were in good shape. And Trees, you'll probably like this. The game was sent in a padded envelope. The steelbook was sent in a box <laughs> with saran with like special padding all around mm-hmm. it. So the steelbook was kept in nice. good shape. They both arrived together. Um, I did get my digital code for Doom 64. It was like a pre-order bonus bundle, but it also downloaded Doom 64. I got that Wednesday night, so I was able to play Doom 64 early. Um, And everything showed up, and then it took till yesterday I got my your $10 pre-order coupon is now sitting in your rewards, and that also pushed me over the threshold for my $5. So I've got $15 in coupons waiting for me for Best Buy, so... If you're going to order pre-orders and you do want them to come day one, especially if you're going off a website, I would recommend Best Buy, not because of my experience, things can always delay them, but that's your best bet because they don't have essential shopping stuff. I don't even know if Best Buys can be open right now. So that's why you'll benefit from them because all they're doing is shipping to people for stuff like this at this point. It's not going to guarantee you, but it does mean you're going to be better off. And these days, like, you know, I think Alex Navarro said on on Giant Bomb recently, he goes, you know, five days used to be like good ship Mm. times for people. Maybe we need to get back used to that for a little while. So, but uh, anyway, so Doom Eternal came out. Looks fucking gorgeous on Xbox One X, I will mm-hmm. tell you. Runs like a dream, Trees. I didn't see any hitch-ups, but I'm sure they exist if I watch the Digital Foundry <laughs> video. But again, it's the one I chose to buy, so I'm fine with it. Here's an idea. Don't watch those things. Well, I watch them when I'm fascinated with the tech. <laughs> I What you don't want to watch them for, Trees, is exactly that. If I bought the Xbox One X version and I want to know whether or not... I made the right choice. No, you can't do it after the fact. You either use those videos to decide what to buy or you feel confident about those and you watch those videos if you're interested in the tech. I'm very interested in seeing what the tech does on each console. I really don't care if I bought the best version or not. And I really think people will probably take that mentality to what I just said about the Resident Evil 3 thing. Um, But yeah, I bought that version. I bought it because I do like the console experience for that. I use a controller, and a lot of people I know want keyboard and mouse because they think it's a PC game. Um, I wanted the HDR. I wanted all the bells and whistles, and I was going to get those all there. I do know I could get high frame rate, but I'm not that good at Doom with keyboard and mouse anyway, so I'd kind of waste a lot of that using a gamepad, whatever. I bought the console version. Um, very happy with it. Looks and performs great. I am probably farther than a lot of people who are early into that game, I guess is what I would say. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm about three hours in or something. I can't tell you how many hours I'm in trees because it was during the time of work, you know, not work from home, being at home and being, having to go do random stuff that normally would be easy Mm -hmm. and quick. And one time, uh, I'll get to why I had to do this, but I had to leave the game on pause a lot is what I will say. 
and sometimes for hours. Ooh. So I think I've clocked like 12 hours in the game, even though I'm really more like five, possibly six hours okay. in the game. And here's why. The levels in this game are extremely long. The first level's like an hour. Oh. And when you get to it, you don't even realize it's a level because you're like, oh, I think I've beat a bunch of different spots. And then after each level, it tells you like how you did, how many secrets you found, and do you want to save and quit or save and continue? And it does keep your checkpoints, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But I've never tested it, right? I just go, I'm going to play a level at a time. Well, I got away with that the first day because like an hour was a good time period and what I was expecting for a Doom level. That was pretty much what we got out of Doom 2016. The second level is like two, two and a half hours long. For some people who are really having trouble, and this game is much harder, so I could see them running into that. It's more like, and especially if you're finding all the secrets like I am, it's more like two and a half hours long and some people could be three hours that's a long session mm -hmm. for one level the third level was more like three four five hours i want to say mine was four hours that's a fucking long mm. level i think this game is only like six or seven levels but they are really long and you're not going into like revert going back through the same areas they're not regurgitating his stuff they've just made it very long levels and maybe they get shorter i don't know but at this point i'm like okay i can't fucking play these in one sitting anymore <laughs> and i kept trying to and so that's why i had to pause for long periods of time because i would go on like my walk with my daughter but then afterwards when we were done she would say something like dad i want to like watch a show with you or something and we're doing a lot of educational stuff watching educational shows she has some schoolwork and stuff so we did some activities there and i just kept it on pause and frankly forgot about it and then when I came back, I was like, oh, shit, this has been on pause. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, so Doom, you're not going to be playing level to level, in my opinion, unless you've got a lot of free time, you know. Uh, and I think it just, but it does pretty liberally save checkpoints. So, but I don't recall it telling me when there's a checkpoint. There's no, like, icon that shows up on the screen when there's a checkpoint. Mm -hmm. So there's no good way to know when to quit, yeah. I guess is what I would say. And I've experienced at least once where the console shut off on me because I kept it on pause too long. This is that time period. And when I booted back in, I had lost a decent chunk of progress. And so I was like, okay, I there's not a good mechanism here. So that's that's the first of my gripes. My other gripe is that the levels are longer, and that's a limited scope thing. My other gripe is that... Um, the game is significantly harder. Yeah, I heard it is. And it's not. that's not a gripe because I actually don't mind the challenge. I like to play Doom on a slightly harder setting. And so I knew that going into it. Brad Shoemaker warned people that he played it on whatever the third mm -hmm. challenge is. There's like Hurt Me Plenty, Not Too Rough. Wait, maybe it's Punishing Not Too Rough, Hurt something. Me Plenty, and then Ultra Violence or Nightmare or something. Whatever that one was. I think it's Ultra Violence. I played the first game on ultraviolence. Brad said he did that and he really struggled with the second game. And so I just went straight to hurt me plenty or whatever mm -hmm. normal was. And it, we saw this same thing, even though it was a different developer from Wolfenstein one to Wolfenstein two. And so I was ready for that. And this difficulty is the appropriate difficulty for me. I'm having a good time and I'm not dying too much. And believe it or not, trees, one of the new mechanics they enter, they inserted was one ups. You can collect one ups throughout the levels as secrets. Oh, cool. And when you die, it just respawns you with like 10% health. Okay. And so it's kind of a second shot, but you don't get those back. And when you die to it, when you lose all your one-ups and you die to a checkpoint, 
you don't get those back in your checkpoint. Mm. So it, it so what happens, at least for me in the first three or four levels, I can't remember if I'm on level three or four, but I think I'm on level three. And that was the really long one. So I'm into level four now. Um, you'll accrue like four, five, six. I had six one-ups at a time when I was trying to do it. And you'll lose them all. And then you just don't have them anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? And they kind of lose the, the whole mechanic kind of goes away, I guess is what I would say. <laughs> And so they needed to tweak that a little better. The other thing is they have challenge rooms, you know, where they're like, I'm going to spawn a bunch of bad fucking guys and you got to fight them. Um, well, one of those is like an ad, a room where you actually don't use your resources. Another one is where it's just live in the environment and they just spawn stuff. And it's a real bitch because it's like puzzles to how quick can you kill all these enemies and you're only given 30 seconds to do it. And if you die, you die. And whatever you use, you mm -hmm. use. And I tried one like three times because it was really challenging and I really wanted to get it. And the challenge was not living through it. The challenge was killing all the enemies in, in a time period. And it was kind of a bitch. And I lost all my one-ups and all my <laughs> weapons. And it really made me struggle through the rest of the level. I just don't like that that challenge exists. Mm. So you'll see them. They're these purple guys. You squeeze the thing and it goes, kill everybody in 30 seconds. And um, those don't try those too much unless you're on an easier level because you're going to end up using up your resources, which were the levels were clearly never designed for you to do. And then everything's a slog. So that's the problems with the ramped up difficulty. That said, like just adjust everything down one from what you did the last time and, and you should be fine. Um, you might even be able to, if you played it on normal last time, play it on normal again and you, you should be fine, but just realize this is going to get harder. Um, not piss you off hard, but difficult hard. And yeah, they really mix it up trees. Like you are dealing with weird, fucked up, fuck you combinations and spawns. This game basically assumes that you mastered doom mm. one and you're really wanting to up your A game. <laughs> so it's more of a, if you remember in the old doom days, doom one and doom two were pretty mm -hmm. similar. They were not very much more difficult than one another. But if you remember Doom and Final Doom, which added the extra chapter knee deep in the or no whatever shores of uh, no I I forgot what it's called I I know I'm now naming the ones from whatever but there's like a fourth mission and then there were a bunch of mod missions and extra developer missions and stuff Final Doom was significantly harder mm. and um this is this is that same ramp up this is more Doom to Final Doom rather than Doom one to Doom two I thought the first one was hard. Um, but I'm not a Twitch, if you Twitch the first gamer one was, either. So it's like, you know. And I'm a big time Twitch gamer and I'm very aggro yeah. in that game. And this game really wants you to be aggro. You have to be killing stuff. But yeah, they made it harder. And a couple of the mechanics that were in the first one that make this one harder is one, they added weaknesses. So it's no longer hit the guy. It's hit the guy in his mm. head, hit the guy in his arm, hit the guy in his kneecaps. And if you don't do that, these guys are fucking bullet sponges, trees, mm. like fucking bullet sponges. And so there is like, everybody's got their enemy that's a problem. Um, the ones that I know are a headache are, you really got to snipe running around doom enemies, but there's the arachnid thing, which is like the arachno tank or whatever. Okay. He's got a missile launcher on his back. You have to hit that missile launcher. And it's kind of a semi-pinpoint. I don't have as much problems as a lot of people do, but the other one is, you know, the skeleton that runs around and he launches yes. rockets at you? Yes, I do. You've got to shoot his rockets, both left and right, as two different bullets 
to disarm him. And it doesn't disarm him at all. He can still shoot rockets at you, but those are his weak points where you can then start hurting him. Okay. Yeah. And so there comes that, and the cacao demon, he only is weak to a certain version of a certain, you know, the shotgun, you can get the grenade launcher version Mm -hmm. of it. He's only weak to those, to the grenades from the shotgun. Every other thing you shoot at him, he can take way more hits of. And then the last part is, you remember when guys would glow so that you can glory Mm -hmm. kill them? To a large extent, enemies need to be glory killed in this one. It's not like a temporary thing where you can get some health. It's like they'll switch out of glory kill mode and then you have to kill them all over again. Mm. So that comes together to make things very frustrating for some people. There's going to be some people who are not going to go for that. Um, And it's definitely in historical context, it will make it less popular than Doom has than Doom 2016 was, right? Because it's already working uphill because it's a sequel to that. That was so novel when it came out. And this is a sequel to that. And then the changes they made were really to like ramp up that game and lean hard into fans, like hardcore fans of that. And that's going to lose some people, right? And I don't know what you do, right? Because if they had just remade this, you know, Doom 2016, but with like new map packs, maybe everybody would have bitched Mm -hmm. and moaned. So I don't know. I don't know what they do. Um, There is also the platforming. I heard about that. And I don't, yeah, it's good. And I don't love it, but um, it is interesting. They don't do So some people will say, I said they don't do it too much for the level design. And there will be some people who will go, no, fuck you. They do it a lot. Eh, They have you do some crazy traversal stuff, but never anything that's too risky or too crazy, especially as a first person platforming thing. And there are some people who just straight up Mm -hmm. hate first person platforming and not that I blame them. And you're going to just have to deal with that. But you do get to points where it's like, So you'll very early on have a double jump and a double dash. So you can jump up to vertical and, you know, jumps are for vertical, dashes are for horizontal. And so you'll see something above where you've got to just do like jump, dash, jump, dash, or jump, jump, dash, dash. And if you waste your resources too much, you can't get to where you need to go. That's all fine to me. I don't mind it. It's not like Mirror's Edge kind of frustrating Mm -hmm. type stuff. And Mirror's Edge did it better than most, you know? Um, Dying Light was a later version of that. Um, But uh, where people will get pissed off is they start integrating it into the combat. So your way to get relief is to start jumping and dashing and hitting weird areas. And that's the only way to get relief. If you decide to stay on the ground and just run around, they're going to overwhelm you with enemies and you're just going to fucking die. That's going to frustrate some people too. Because they're going to need to really get their jump dash on hardcore. (laughs) Sounds like a lot. And if you haven't figured it out, you are, yes, you are much like... Different, but similar to the complaints people were making about the Final Fantasy VII demo stuff, you are, by this point where I'm at in the game, you are juggling a shitload of mechanics. And you have to do it while you are being literally overrun. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I'm really kind of worried about boss (laughs) battles, if I got to be honest with you. I... 
And I will tell you, it wears on you. It gets stressful and it wears on you. I can't play Doom Eternal in long stints. Hmm. All of that said, finding secrets, what the secrets are, the exploration, the graphics, the performance, the gameplay mechanics, the shooting, and just the overall enjoyment of the game, rock yeah. solid. But it is not a marathon game, and I will be doing it in small stints. <laughs> there you go. So... Which also prompted me to install Yakuza 0 on my Xbox One, and maybe I'll be bouncing back and forth between the two, even though I didn't want to do that. Doom has kind of made it so that I can't to. play it in long stints. I need something yeah, to bounce back like- to. But maybe maybe I'll just stick to my Sonic-focused stuff. But I get the feeling that Sonic being kind of action-oriented and probably in the later games not that easy either, I don't want to run into that problem either where it's like action-difficult <clears throat> game or action-difficult game. You know, Yakuza, I think, is going to be like that change it's of It's not pace. a coincidence, all right, that Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing came out on the same day. Those would be great yes. to bounce back and you forth. See? They knew what they were yes. doing. They called yes, each other. They and they both said, well, companies, help. yes. This doesn't have to be a bad thing. We don't have to compete. All right? We'll work together on this, they said. We'll work together. And I can definitely reflect that. So, yeah, so Doom Eternal, not quite what I expected. I'm pleased with what I mm-hmm. got. But I'm curious, and I was surprised to see so many high uh, review scores given that circumstance. Oh, they also complicated your... If you found the chainsaw thing a little annoying whenever you right. needed ammo, they've hyper-complicated that now. Basically, your ammo and armor and health pickups are way dwindled in the environment now, and they now expect you to use glory kills because glory kills usually give you like all your health right. back. You now have a flamethrower, which will when it, it and it's a it's a rechargeable thing so in time it it recharges itself and when you flamethrower guys they drop armor and then when you chainsaw guys they drop ammo and you're expected to just juggle all that okay. stuff a lot more too and the problem is is there's of course certain enemies that are impervious to um not glory kills everybody's got those but that are impervious to the flamethrower for armor mm-hmm. And the chainsaw for ammo. So then it's like, oh, so now I can't kill the easy to kill guys real quick because I need to actually keep them in the environment so I can run around and chainsaw them later when I need ammo. <laughs> Boy. So yeah. Yeah, so it's a you, lot to juggle. You have fun so. with that. And I'll just be in Sega Falls like I said, fishing. <laughs> yeah, I'll get there, but I need to change the pace. The other thing, Trees, is maybe it's a more interesting show, so I'll just ask you this. Instead of juggling Yakuza, which is yet another 40-hour game and da-da-da, and I I was planning to play it right after Mm -hmm. Doom anyway, I was also thinking as instead of that as my alternative is just starting to play those B-tier games for the PlayStation 3 and 360. I was just going to go through in any B-tier game, just give it a go, give it three hours, and decide if I want to stick with it Mm -hmm. or not. Maybe I should just do that. Just start chipping away at those. Because I have so many of those games, and I just want to check them out. I have so many. I was looking through my PSN like download list. I have 85 pages of download games. And I was looking at it and just being like, I don't even know what this game fucking is. I don't even know it exists. And it wasn't a PS Plus. It was like something I bought. So at some point in time, I thought the game was interesting. Mm. <laughs> so maybe I should just... I'm going to start doing that stuff. It's probably a little more interesting to talk there about. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. Thank you for holding with me for what was this long. Oh, man, look, God bless you. God bless you that you got to play that much during this crazy week. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were shorter experiences, but yeah, I did get... Well, I had a three-day weekend where I was on pure PTO, mm-hmm. no... <laughs> and I was home with my daughter, I mean, the so. thing is, like, like we're up late, or I'm up late um, doing this show. It's like, I can stay up late every night if I want and play games, but I'm suffering in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm sacrificing so- sleep... You know, so I could game every night if I wanted to squeeze in some gaming, but generally I've been I've been getting to bed by ten ten thirty. You know, because I got to be up with all the mm-hmm. kids before my wife goes does her work. That's her homework. Right. Well, and see, with my daughter being off school mm-hmm. and my wife being, um, you know, when when my my wife is home mm-hmm. three days a week, so we can knock out the schooling three days a week. And for me, it was even if I'm getting to work from home with my daughter, I'm not going to be able to, I have to actually work. So because of that, I won't be able to school her during those days until afterwards. Mm -hmm. So she's going to get to get schooled at about five 30 at night. You know what I mean? Um, or on the weekends. And so for me, I just get up and go to work. I leave the house about eight 15 right now and nobody's up yet. You know, it's weird. My, my family's sleepers. So they go to bed at 10 o'clock, but they get up at, like they probably get are getting up right when I'm leaving. And so, um, so what I do is I just tell myself I get up at 7am right now, you know, to leave the house by, by eight fifteen. And honestly, I like to do the snooze thing where I snooze till about seven thirty. you know, uh, I take showers at night, so I'm already bathed. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I want to keep my immune system good and strong. And so I want to get, uh, eight hours is too much for me. So seven's a good solid one. So I go to bed every single night at midnight. That's the rule. So, but that gives me two hours a night. There you go. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. So anyway, but all right, well, I'll let you go, but everybody and, and everybody keep that in mind. You don't want to sleep deprived for too long. Try to do nothing in excess. Try to mm-hmm. eat relatively healthy or not in too much excess. Try not to drink too much, especially uh, sodas and alcohols because that lowers your uh, immune system. Try to get enough sleep because that lowers your immune system. You don't have to be a health junkie, but trying to limit yourself to no more than three alcoholic beverages a day or trying to get seven hours minimum Mm -hmm. sleep a night, that's nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. Trying to eat just three square meals without too much snacking, you know, like that's... Right, that's that's semi-rational sure behavior. Is. Try to get your walks in. If you can run, great. I don't have the knees for it, so I have to walk. But I try to walk uh, about two, three miles a day. So there you go. Yeah, I I, I do it for yeah, real. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I do I do like um, a bunch of like weird P90X fucking fifteen minute <laughs> workout stuff for like muscle building and stuff. So anyway. I'd love to get a Ring Fit Adventure, but before you guys go look, they're $500 in China. Ate them yeah. all up, so they're gone. So anyway, all right, Trees, you want to get to bed, I'll let you go. But Alrighty. Until next week, sure. keep gaming. Later.